Time for the game crowd. Ruby and Raj are a pair. And let us not forget the now, the legend that is now, talking all about their lives. Wait, I thought this was about games. I cannot hear what Ruby's saying. Think it's something about now Or blaming Yoda for that smell Well, we'll see you all again next week Another two hours of fun Yes, it's time for the game crowd Guys, uh, uh, hi, this is uh, Raj from the game crowd And Nelson and Ruby Hello, hello, welcome, welcome. Hello, why did you hesitate at my name? You looked at me going, uh... Because I was going to call you by your full name, but I thought... I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I just in back of my mind, I thought, Ruby might not want people to know her full name, so... I, don't, yeah. I honestly don't mind. Yeah. For all your listeners who might be interested, which I don't think you are because you're here listening to about yeah. games, my full name is Rupinda. Yeah, you've got Rupinda. Not R U B, it's R U P, but you can't short some of them to Rupee, so hence I'm Ruby. Ah, oh, but see, oh man, wasn't the um, the currency in the Legend of Zelda series called rupees? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you we, go. we should call you Rupee. <laughs> if she was a rupee, then then she'd be like a, a currency. But it's yeah. Not- it sounds poopy, and it rhymes with poopy. <laughs> I do, yeah, you so know, it just doesn't, yeah. Rupees is very Indian as well, so um, you'd be sort of playing into the stereotype there. Raj is short for Rajinder Balwant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, Nelson's short for Nelson Jit. Huh? Just you want to tell him the proper name now? Yeah, no, go on. <laughs> you guys are rough, you know. Nelwant. <laughs> Harry Singh just call. Harry Singh just call. Wow. <laughs> one, yeah. Anyway, so sorry guys, uh, that's enough of our first names, uh, our, our full names. <laughs> so. I've found in our passport. Yeah. Just, just to say, that's not actually my name. <laughs> Why are you justifying it for now? Nelson, None of us justifying it. Nelson, that wasn't my name either. One Ruby said. Nelson, was it not? No, of course not. You know my proper name. I know, but. <laughs> You can't let that slide, though, man, because, like, people will think that's your name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's get on. Uh, with, it's going to be a bit of a short one. I, I, and, I, and I remember saying this. Every time I say it's a short one, it never is, is it? No. No. But anyway, so uh, we'll... Uh, uh, on. Okay. okay Ruby, first, or now you want to go first? How's your week been? About two I, weeks since we did the podcast. Uh, are you asking me or Rubes? Um, I already go on, Ruby. No. You go for it. I think I went first last time, so Ruby, you go for it. No, no, you know what? You go ahead. Me and Raj have been talking to each other for <laughs> four weeks, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an issue, but <laughs> yeah. you go ahead. Okay, okay. Well, uh, still just been working, working from home due to this whole lockdown situation. And um, to be honest, like, 
as much I'm, I'm grateful for work and all that of course but I, I would like to sort of get back to the office now because it's uh yeah it's getting a bit monotonous now but um but yeah nothing major to report not been fired yet so that's good news you have seen other human beings have you though or no? kind of i've seen my sister about the place okay <laughs> <laughs> but um but no you know it's been good I, we'll talk about it in the gaming later but i mean i had some awesome experiences with uh with gaming recently so that's been good but um in music still working on a few tracks uh, i've been actually i've been researching loads how to do certain bits that i'm not too good at currently so that's been good um i guess that's the upside of this sort of lockdown is that you've got so much time to look into things and find stuff out if you need to whereas normally it's kind of hard to but uh yeah so that's been good uh i'm a bit concerned because my pc is playing up so um yeah it just means uh like recording stuff is a bit tricky at the moment um it, it's got this really weird issue and i can't i'm not sure what's causing it like i've tried all the usual sort of uh troubleshooting techniques that i would normally look at but uh it's still there like i've even reinstalled windows on my computer but it's still it's still there so i'm thinking it must be a physical issue like the hard drive or something but unfortunately not man i wish the old it crowd fallback option but no <laughs> So yeah, I'm a bit, I'm, I'm not too sure what's going on with that to be honest. Um, and also, like my speakers are crackling, like it's all come at once, really a bit weird. But I think the um, you know the speaker cables that connect like two different speakers together, yeah. Um, they they sometimes have that raw bit of cable at the end. You know the ones I mean. So, I'm sorry, now there's like a little pop sound every every like. Oh, sorry, I'm playing with it's, it's me. Sorry, I'll put this down. Sorry. What you're playing something. Why are yeah, you It's an aspirin <laughs> and I'm just like sat here idly playing with it, like popping it. I'm so sorry about that. I thought there was something wrong with this with the uh, with your with your sound card on your machine again because you that's uh, what you're about. I thought is is that what's causing it all? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> sorry. I'm just I was just sat here like daydreaming looking at the ceiling playing with this thing, but um yeah. yeah, so you sorry. do not deserve people. Seriously. Was, was it do, sorry? You do not deserve to come out and see people. Why? There's me thinking that we had your full attention and you're playing a game. No, I'm not playing a game. I was like talking to you guys, but sort of like messing around with this thing in my hand. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't playing a game. That'd be so rude. <laughs> I should allow that. <laughs> Thank you for allowing that. That's kind of you. But um, yeah, so I had to order some new speaker cables. So uh, it's taking a bit of a, a hit at the moment, but it's all good. Um, and wrestling, wrestling. Um, so I'm back with the company officially now. Um, so that's, that's cool. That's good news. Exciting stuff. And looking forward. I mean, they've done some really cool stuff during this lockdown as well, because obviously, you know, haven't been able to put on shows or train or wrestle or anything like that. So they've done, they've, they've got someone who's off a with sort of software and technology to, to do like a virtual version of the show so they've uh, they must be using some computer game i'm not sure what i should have found out really but um they've designed all the wrestlers in the game and they set them up to fight each other and it's like um an actual show but just virtual so they give it the same sort of hype and everything like that so that's pretty cool i thought so so do they play like video game a video game they're playing or yeah but it's automated so they're not really playing it they're just setting it off and then whatever happens happens sort of thing Oh, cool. That's mm. Yeah, definitely. I thought like it's a nice way of sort of keeping everyone engaged like, rather than just letting it completely drop off, you know. Oh. So, yeah, that that has really been my 
entire two weeks since we last spoke. I've played like nothing crazy to report at all. <laughs> feels, feels quite busy though. It's quite a yeah. lot for two weeks. So. Mm. Wow. Site, by the way. Oh, uh, what? What are we doing, sorry? The team site for the the rest ah, of the rest. Okay. Cool. So I think um, we should hopefully be. I think like any sort of uh, stuff that like commentary notes and stuff like that. So for anyone listening, it's going to be exciting because Raj is actually joining us on the commentary team for the wrestling company that we both sort of volunteer for now, Fusion Pro Wrestling. So Raj is going to be the uh, Hindi reporter and commentator. So <laughs> uh, it's going to be brilliant. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be so much fun. I hope it's not my table that gets smashed. It's going to be, man. <laughs> it's yours or the Welsh one. <laughs> it's about the Mexican one. You're in the Mexican one. Yeah, the Spanish announced table. Yeah, the Spanish announcers, yeah. yeah Is they... someone else that's going to join Raj? Because, like, no, I'm not. The commentators normally bounce off each other. So. Well, I'm fat enough, anyway. I can bounce off myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, is there any other Hindi commentator who will do the job? To be honest, I don't think so. I think um, it depends how you do it, because some companies have one one person commentating. Some people have two or three or more. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for us, I think it's quite a rare thing to have a Hindi commentator, I think. I, I can't think of anyone else who's done that. So, it might, unfortunately, it might be Raj on his own. But, um, I think I'm sort of used to it, because uh, uh, when I go into what I'm talking about, I've been doing some game streaming, and uh, I've just been talking by myself. Yeah? So yeah, you've been narrating your own gameplay sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, more or less. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. But I'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's cool. Uh, that's pretty much it, really. Uh, just doing the usual graphics for the uh, for the wrestling guys. So, yeah. So, excited for that for when it comes back. But that's some point in the future, which we don't know yet. <laughs> okay. Bruce? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, two weeks. Like, same like yourself now. I'm, I'm not going to be talking too long today. Um, so, yeah, with this lockdown, I've continued with a workout regime, which has been great. Um, my friend, Jesh, um, he's probably not listening. He does enjoy games. He might be listening. Um, actually, I'll ask him to listen. There you go. we got another yeah. subscriber. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he, um, he came to stay, him and his wife, and a uh, very cute baby, came to stay one weekend, and I pre- he, he's a... He's a fitness trainer, and I was like, Josh, please give me some advice. I want to do a workout that I can do every day that keeps me healthy, and I want to be able to do it till I'm like 70, 80, or <laughs> do you know what I mean? One of them workouts. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it gave me the best routine ever. And it's one of those ones where you do it, and the next day you're like, oh my gosh, this really hurts, which is oh, a good. Oh wow. So yeah, I've kept up with that, and that I, I suppose with lockdown you know the the time I would have spent in the car going to and from work I've used that time to get this workout in so feeling yeah how are you finding it then so is that like it sounds like it's going really well it's really good because you see I absolutely love food and (laughs) um yeah um I will get on to one of the best ever sausage sandwiches (laughs) I'll tell you about it I post it on the game card I think that's on Instagram isn't it it is Yeah, um, but basically, I absolutely love food. I find if I like go on a diet for three days, like if I if I stick to twelve hundred calories every day for three days, it's like on the fourth day I will make up for it with a vengeance. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> what I've seen is it's like I'm, I'm on this app and this app seems to, I, I was on a previous app, but now I'm back on my fitness pal and it recommends that I stick with 1200. That way I get to lose what lose weight from what I am to get back to my pre-wedding weight which I've been trying since I've got married I haven't successfully done it but I, I believe it's maintained me I would be a lot bigger if I didn't bother anyway um sorry gamers I know you probably don't want to hear this kind of chat they need uh, to hear it big, oh, big chubby gamers around the world they need to hear this <laughs> they're probably stuck at home because they can't get up or release their things mm, anyway yeah. Um, well, yeah well I've been catch caught by myself so. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's so harsh. How dare you say that? Back, so. oh, yeah. <laughs> that's actually class. <laughs> that really tickled me. At least you're not that fat that you need two profiles. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you two stop being fattest, please. <laughs> oh, me and Raj make lots of your your mum so fat jokes. Um, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. Probably not today. We'll see. But that's quite a good one, isn't it? So fat that. That's actually a very good one. <laughs> oh, brilliant! I've just fist bump. Yeah, we'll just we'll just copyright that one. <laughs> it's it's uh, uh, I forgot the sign at the back. You put in. the trademark. The C your trademark, yeah. Trademark word for yeah. trademark the game crowd. Okay. Yeah, the game crowd. The game yeah. crowd. Game crowd. Yeah. Game crowd. Game crowd. Fat jogs. Listeners, please feel free to use, them, but you must trade mention the trademark yeah. of the game crowd. If you don't, Nelson will come and get you. Um, Why is it always me? You've <laughs> got dogs that you can tick on people, but it's always me that has to go and play guitar and like do stuff. <laughs> You're more effective now, you know. I don't think I am. I'm just, yeah. But You have played guitar for people. Oh, man, I still need to record those. I'm yeah. going to do that later. I've completely forgotten to do that. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, um, so, yeah, I've been staying fit and healthy with that I, well as, as well as I can um so yeah this workout regime if you guys anyone is struggling I just find you know what and keep enjoying the food but if you get a workout regime which makes you feel like you've gotten up and done something um it's definitely worth it did um just on that sorry I mean how hard do you find it to like start like your motivation for it I mean do you just jump into it every day or do you have to battle yourself to do it um, so I really hate the workout. I, you know, it's, it's, the first, it's the worst thing ever. But, you know, you wake up and you just go. But basically, <laughs> I do it at the point of when I wake up. And you normally wake up and you're not really thinking straight. Yes. So basically, like the Nike, say, the Nike logo says, just do it. Mm-hmm. You don't think, you just go ahead and do it. You don't think about, oh, but I've got to do this. But I've got to. You just pretty much make sure the night before your gym gear or whatever you need is laid out, it's there. You get up, your whatever whatever you need setting up. Like I've got this little um, what is it called kettlebell that I use, and a bit of area which is my laundry, and I make sure the iPad's there because the workout's so boring. So I'm watching some Netflix stuff, hmm. uh, or I'm listening to music which I need. Otherwise, I can't do a workout without this type of distraction. Um, yeah, yeah, I struggle with yeah. that as well. Exactly, my headphones are charged. So I've got no excuse not to do it, and it's there set up. The motivation is that, well, basically, like, because I enjoy my food so much, I absolutely hate the feeling the next day of, oh, my gosh, I overindulged. So what this workout does, uh, it just makes you 
not have that feeling because you're just thinking, ah, uh-huh, well, at least I burnt X amount of calories. Um, yeah. Been doing it every other day. So, yeah, you do. really good, Rubes. Wow, man. It is really good. And then you re- the first three times I did, um, I, I did, I, I did like, oh, I hate this and kind of give up halfway. Then there were days in between, like two weeks where I did nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there were, there were drawbacks. I'm not going to say I'm great about it. But then I think, you know, it's taken a while. It's what we've been in lockdown 11 weeks now. Mm-hmm. And I've only gotten into the rhythm of doing it for about two weeks. But you know, I'm, I'm so impressed that you stuck with it because I think like a lot of people sort of like start it and they struggle with it, which is totally normal and understandable. But yeah. they just bin it straight off because it was hard, you know, and it wasn't as they imagined it. So the fact that you stuck with it, I think it's awesome. That's so good. I think it's just the thinking that like, I mean, I'm 36 now and I'm thinking if I don't do this now, it's not going to get easier, you know, later. Mm-hmm. I've got to apply, you know, mentally. I just, I just I'm thinking to Raj. We were walking dogs earlier today, and um, I was just saying, you know, like, oh, I don't know what we were talking about. I think Raj felt that bit knackered, and um, he was like, oh, I just feel really sluggish. Do you feel like that? And I was like, I feel like that every day. I would rather just stay in bed, watch Netflix, and eat stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm always feeling that way. You know, what would you rather <laughs> do? You know, you'd, you'd, yeah. you won't necessarily want to go to work and sit in front of that. So you want to sit in front of Netflix, curl up, especially when it's rainy, and eat a box of chocolates. And, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, there's no way I absolutely love this workout. I've always hated working out. I hated mm. being. Same yeah. to be honest. I, I was always lucky because um, like football was always my thing for fitness, but I didn't do it for fitness. I did it because I enjoyed the sport and I enjoyed playing it. So it was yeah. like stealth fitness, you know, you're sort of working out but not realising it. And I wasn't there to work out. I was there just to, you know, try and score a goal or something. So it kept me fit without me realising it. But if I, like, I've tried joining gyms and stuff in the past, but I've just, I've just hated it because like I'm acutely aware that this is extremely hard and like I don't know what I'm doing and, like really awkward surrounded by people who do know what they're doing or seem to know what they're doing so it, yeah it's hard but so that's why I'm really impressed that you're like properly like charging ahead with it the thing that I hate the most is the pain you know when you're like lifting uh, like doing this kettlebell you do a squat and a press mm-hmm. and it's just like you know your your thighs pretty much feel a nasty burn and I hate that <laughs> yeah 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 sure it, I absolutely hate the pain but I think I think the, the the good thing is I've been rewarding myself after the workout straight after so this is right before breakfast and then you get to have a sausage sandwich you know mm-hmm. so, yeah I think I think that's what's kept it going thing is it is me talking about it but let's see how long I carry this on it's only been two weeks and mm-hmm. it, by the next podcast I'll be like yeah into that never mind you know, I'm gonna be playing couch co-op so yeah uh workout regime's been going good so yeah i mentioned the best ever sausage sandwich i don't know if anyone saw our instagram photo um basically me and raj went to costco because i had to get my tires changed when we were there they had loads of uh discounts on meat because i i suppose they were gearing up for barbecue season but lots of people obviously haven't been out and uh yeah we bought loads of meat and there was these sausages which were in spirals like do you guys what i mean am i like describing German that style. Yeah. yeah like a twill yeah oh, wow 
Yeah, like, you know, them kind of, it, it was an Italian sausage, but like so long they put it in type of like a spiral. Yeah, like a cafe room, you know, Yeah, yeah. yeah like that. That's it. It was so big, it was too large for the bun, but anyway, we still <laughs> had it. I know, it was like, um, but think about, okay, I'm going to, you'll realize how big it is. So one sausage is 100 calories. This was like 500 calories. Wow. So it's, so it's like a pack of sausages, really. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So that was the most epic sausage sandwich ever. Wow. Yeah, so it was so good. I had to put it on the game crowd's uh, Instagram pages, even though it's about games, but hey-ho. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure our viewers eat. Uh, you know what? No, well, I'm sure they do, but I, I missed like, you posting random stuff on there because, I mean... You used to post like a little video vlogs of you like walking the dogs and like just talking stuff and all that. So you should definitely do some more of that, man. Yeah, no, I wanted, do you know what I really wanted to do? Right? I wanted to, this was before the game gear, before I bought it. Well, in, in those videos, I was talking about how I'm going to get the game gear. I was gearing up to get it and, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I really wanted to show the world how to play Mickey Mouse's Castle of Illusion. <laughs> and, you know, I did bring it, but I think I stopped because it, at the time I was, it was uni and, you know. Oh, yes. You were really busy at the time. Exactly. And the, the worst part is, I can't film me playing the Sega game gear. It's like... A, yeah. It's, it's a hard one, isn't it? Like, what? how do you do that? Yeah, like, I have tried playing through my, while my phone is uh, recording, but it's just, it's kind of weird. It's like, uh, it, it's so odd, the feeling is, so... Yeah. Um, I've got to find, once I've figure out how to do that I did have a device that held my phone on top of the screen but then looking at the Game Gear screen through the phone because of the delay and everything you don't oh, think oh right yeah that yeah that'd be hard yeah so I've got to figure out how to film it like mm. maybe get a camera to sit on my shoulder and film me over the shoulder I don't I know a GoPro or something like strapped to your forehead yeah, <laughs> yeah I wonder how gaming magazines did it back in the day Do you remember yeah. That? yeah yeah definitely yeah it was brilliant. It's so clear. And did did the Sega Game Gear hook up to the TV? And mm. maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Even then, they still have to take a picture. And the, the technology, uh, I don't think it was that advanced in those days. Yeah. CRT. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I will get back to doing those videos. I'm glad somebody likes them. So because. <laughs> At the time as well, I had to persuade everyone. I remember those videos saying the game crowd is more than just myself, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you guys did seem fictitious. This is pre podcast days, so yeah. anyway. Um, so me and Raj also were watching uh, um, The Iron Lady. We watched that film. I don't know if you've watched it at all now. I've not seen that. Why is that? It's about Margaret Thatcher. Oh, right, okay. What did you guys think? So I just, well, basically, um, why I'm commenting on it, because um, we did watch other films this week, but we, we were watching this one especially, and uh, there was this scene in it where uh, Margaret is, you know, venting to her husband. I think she's in the House of Commons. Uh, she's venting to him about, you know, something about her political career. <laughs> and um, he basically proposes at this point he goes Margaret will you marry me one of the key scenes in the film and you're, you're really involved at this point it's Meryl Streep and everything you know so mm -hmm. acting on her part and so he goes Margaret will you marry me and then Raj interrupts saying yeah 
I was well into it. (laughs) Where's your response? Raj goes, meow. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, Raj, English people do not say meow. They say jolly good. But but when have you ever heard a British posh person go meow? Jacob Rees Moss, I think. (laughs) Raj is convinced that was me before we got married, because I'm from London. <laughs> Even though I'm from Hounslow, but I never said that. And, you said um, it, though. Yes, personally, you, what you said. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, basically, he was persuaded that that's how um, people, especially from London, talk. So, uh, but, yeah, in, in response to the film, um, they could have done a better job. Like, imagine, like, I, I know she wasn't very popular, but the fact that she was a greengrocer's daughter she managed to get into Oxford University then she managed to get into politics even though she didn't plan to initially and she had to fight a lot of chauvinism and whatnot to get there Mm -hmm. but they really just focused on a part of her life where she was like elderly quite weak and I just yeah I mean I think they were trying to be like ironic they're like called her the iron lady and then showed the weak side of her and I thought they could have really yeah, they could have done a better job on that, but it's worth watching if you've got nothing else to do, I think. Mm. <laughs> ringing endorsement there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest. You know, Meryl Streep's in there, but whoever directed and wrote that one, I'm not not sure about that. You're actually convinced. No. Um, other than that, been getting on with Raj's uh, music video, so I've redone that, started that again from scratch. I have to admit, Raj was right because before he was. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on there, Rubes. <laughs> what did I just hear you say? <laughs> yeah, Raj was right. Well, you see, I was doing it on. I know. Enjoy that one. Um, I was I was doing the video on iMovie, and then see, I've got I've got loads of software. I've got the whole Adobe suite, which I pay monthly for. Mm-hmm. I did try and use that software, but for some reason I didn't find it so user-friendly. Maybe it's because I was used to, yeah, I was used to iMovie. And and you know when you're on a deadline, you're like, okay, I don't want to learn any software. Yes. Um, I then, Raj got me onto Final Cut Pro. And yes, it is a lot more easier. It is a lot more. It it, it works similar to iMovie. iMovie is like an intro to it. And this is basically like iMovie, but lots more going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I definitely do endorse Final Cut Pro. Listeners, we're not paid by them, or we're not we're not big <laughs> enough to be sponsored by anyone, or you know, uh, yeah, we're not influencers. So yeah, this is re- a real endorsement. That Final Cut Pro is brilliant. Um, I've even been using it to do some work-related stuff because Works wow. asked me to make yeah, like Works. They've started um, doing training online so rather than go to places they thought oh we can do training online that's what this coronavirus thing has taught us to do mm-hmm. and uh, they're getting me to basically edit their presentations put voiceovers on it and no way it's made work lots of fun although my colleagues some of the presentations are a bit long <laughs> and uh, yeah I've basically spoken to you guys at length about them um I don't think they're listening I hope they're not listening. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, hi, work. In case you're listening, um, I think it's fair criticism if um, 
a presentation is too long because on my induction like god bless them i love my guys the people that i work with but like one in one part of the induction in particular was this just hour and a half long powerpoint and my days i was like i could feel my eyelids closing <laughs> it was it was tough and subsequently when you sort of settle in a bit and you speak to others about it you find that <laughs> everyone struggles with that one so i don't know there is definitely something to be said for powerpoints that are too long and presentations that are too long i mean this but, was an hour and a half, right? With it, presentation. When it comes to editing it, it's like three hours long because you have to read, yes. listen, listen. And yeah. I had to basically ask my colleague to, um, to when she's talking about each slide, to basically say stop, pause, and then say next slide. Mm, yes, because otherwise, how are you meant to know where to edit it? Exactly. But you yeah. see, I wish there was another way to mark that because I should have said visually if she stuck up a like a, a highlighted post-it note or something, you know, because then I could fast forward. But no, I had to listen to the whole presentation. Oh, no way. And without gaps, without breaks. And I was like, oh, man, this is... Oh, that's brutal, man. That is so... <laughs> that's, that's a form of torture right there. That's crazy. And the problem is this this um, colleague, she's very softly spoken, very calm, and it's the kind of voice that will send you... To, <laughs> that she's, you know, like she's very, like very softly spoken and this is how it is and if you have heard something this long being talked at like this you will actually go to sleep i i really don't think there's anyone who won't i mean she, i'm not saying she's boring but it's no. just oh, her voice is far too calm for my life too soothing like yeah exactly it's like get you know develop a hoarse voice or stop smoking cigarettes or something like that you're not in <laughs> yeah, sounds like Martin. <laughs> exactly. Or, or just, you know, yeah, anyway. Um, apart from that, I've been watch it, watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Netflix. I always need Netflix. I always need a TV series. <laughs> I think they're trying to be funny, but I'm only watching it because there's nothing else. Uh, What's it about? Well, it's, a, it's meant to be like, the concept is great. Like, there are... Brooklyn Police Department and it's basically focusing on the characters in there and their relationships between them, the jokes they have, you know, and, and their jobs as police officers and detectives. And you've got quite a good cast, like, you know, uh, what's it say, Terry? Terry Bennett? No, 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 no. I know his first name's Terry. I always forget his last name. He's he's a big dude. Terry Hatcher? Cruz. That's it, Terry Cruz, right. I watched him in, um, you know, Everybody Hates Chris. He was great in that and, you know, some films as well. And in most things he's in, it's quite funny. This one, he's a funny character in it, but it's just the rest of them are not as ha-ha funny. Right. So it's okay to watch. Like, see, um, you know when you watch a series to the point where the people in it feel like you're friends, but they're not? <laughs> right. Like, you know, I'm not sure I do. <laughs> like when I watched Friends, you felt like you really knew the characters in Friends, and you've okay. almost felt like they were your friends. When <laughs> the right. show, when the show ended, you felt really sad. Um, that happened with me when I watched the American version of The Office. That went on for like 11 seasons, mm. and, and I felt that I spent my 20s watching The Office, and I rewatched The Office, and. It, it was very sad, actually, that when they stopped, I was like, wow, I could have made more friends. I did have friends when I was in my 20s. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, they felt like they were part of my life. <laughs> And, and you know like when sad things happened in it I felt sad and when good things happened I felt we're excited you know like um, I, I, I'm glad we're friends now <laughs> yeah I know I yeah you know um I know that sounds really sad but I'm sure many people can relate um so yeah I'm watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine I've gotten to know the characters I suppose when the show ends part of me will miss them but then part of me won't because they'll be replaced whereas the characters in the US version of Office, no, they they feel like they're irreplaceable. They're, they're too good. They're too good yeah. friends. They've made it. Obviously, I'm not going to get pictures of them in my family photo. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so um, that's been my week, my past two weeks. Um, I did. I did earlier mention that nothing much has happened, but it sounds, because I've chatted constantly, <laughs> I know it sounds like it has. Anyway, Raj? So, um, I don't think I've done much this week, apart from well, the past two weeks. I'm still working from home, finishing my single off. It's been more of a uh, business work on my music stuff, the music scene, so it's been doing a bit of research and uh, lots of like um, admin stuff just to finalize just the back back end of stuff like okay what, what, how, what, how I'm advertising working on video and putting contacts and stuff together so yeah it's been a bit of that uh, I think I've watched a few things I watched um, um, the Iron Lady with Ruby which is a bit like as Ruby was saying it was a bit underwhelming because the bits that were supposed to be sort of uh, important about Margaret Thatcher's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they sort of, uh, that was only part of the film. A lot of the film was her in her last days and she kept having flashbacks. Yeah. And in her last days, she she apparently she had, she, she was hallucinating and things like that. So they were showing a lot of that. Right. I, see. And I, I thought, I thought was, that was a bit pointless because you want to watch the, the uh, film of, of what she's achieved i think that was just trying to show more of a uh, meryl streep's acting right i see yeah uh, so it was more about that i thought because yeah i that... mean i would like to know why she's so famous why she's either respected or or hated you know the things yeah sorry exactly so that's why they, they just put bits of that better than that is the margaret thatcher um documentary on uh, believe it or not on bbc what? Yeah, something good on the BBC, surely not. Well, it's it's the, the thing with it is it's it's quite unbiased. Wow. Okay. It just gives you as it is, and it's up to you what you want to what you want to make of it. That sounds awesome. To be fair, it's it's, it's about four parts of it. It's just like a four-hour mm. documentary, um, oh, wow. documentary series, and it's I think we watched it. We were seeing it before, but that's a better documentary because it's like it shows. It's a one. It's a documentary. It shows it step by step. Mm. Uh, what what she started off, what she did, and everyone's going to have their opinion. It's, it's quite polarizing. Like mm. uh, some of the stuff she did. Mm. Um, we watched the whole four hours. Yeah, maybe you might two. have you might have back, backed out. Yeah, but, maybe by episode two. I, 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 I think I ended up watching it all. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because uh, this is this is months ago, but it's it's, it's on the BBC BBC iPlayer at the moment. So if anyone wants to watch that, yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Mm. yes mm. 
Anyway, so the other thing I'm watching is uh, something quite intriguing. Um, it's a program on Netflix called, another documentary, called The Last Dance. Yeah. <laughs> the Last Dance? Yeah, the Last Dance. <laughs> How do you not say it? The last dance, isn't the it? The last dance. <laughs> exactly. The last dance. Yeah, exactly. Dance. So you lot. <laughs> Go yeah. on, Rubes. Like Join, us. Join us in the Midlands. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> that, that's one of the most fascinating documentaries I've ever seen, sports documentaries. It's actually quite... They've, they've actually gone, uh, apparently, I, I don't know much about uh, basketball. I used to play at school basketball, but that's as far as my interest went. Basketball? Yeah, basketball. Right. Not, not basketball, basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. one A and no R's in yeah. basketball. Uh, yeah. That would be basketball. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about yeah. the legendary Michael Jordan, or it's about... No, anymore. it's about the team. So basically, what... It's it's a documentary because apparently at, at some point I think in the in the nineties they were on a winning streak because the Chicago I think it's Chicago Bulls it is Chicago. Chicago Bulls they were terrible in the eighties and then mm. then they have something called a draft it's somehow they sign players yeah so I don't know quite how that works but because in in football you just buy a player if you want him but yeah. apparently they get to pick the best out of the university sort of they they get get, get to pick and they ended up picking Michael Jordan. Oh, damn. Right. And when he went to the team, he was just like, he to- totally changed the team. But it's his professionalism what stands out. He was so hungry to win. So that team, uh, at that point, that the, the, the team was a joke. Mm. Uh, all in sort of taking drugs and whatnot. And he walked in on them on the once or twice. And from that point, he didn't have nothing to do, anything to do with them. He played played with them, but he just went and sort of uh, uh, stuck to his guns and has carried in practice, carried working hard. Wow. And, He's what he is today, but then basically there's this guy called Jerry something. He's the manager who brought all the team together, right? General manager of Chicago Bulls. So he's not the manager like in, as in, as in for coach. He he he's the actual like overall general manager. Same as like yeah, you know you've got a uh, uh, you have a, like a football director. Like yeah, that. director of football sort of thing. Yeah, right? it's a bit like that. A bit like yeah. that. So. Um, they, they were on a winning streak, but then that general manager guy, Jerry guy, he had the idea that we're going to split the team up and we're going to get oh. rid of the actual manager. So this 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 is documented the last season. And for some reason, I don't know why, that they've got the whole season behind the scenes and everything recorded. No way. Wow. Yeah. So that's what the documentary is about. The last season together. That's what it's called. The Last Dance. Mm, I see. Yeah. So was there like a fall from grace after this? I don't know. I'm still watching it. Oh, so, okay, okay. And a lot of players are going to retire. The managers, the managers, he's the that Jerry guy's already announced that he's going to get sacked <laughs> at the end. He's leaving at the end of the season. Mm, wow. So this guy's dismantling the whole thing, and there's a lot of friction between the players and this Jerry guy. Mm. There's a massive, massive friction. But then it also goes in like each episode. It concentrates on one, like like while the season's being played out. It goes. It concentrates on one on one basketball player and goes back into history and what they did. Even though overall it's more about Michael Jordan, but sure. that would be because of how. Uh, I suppose the team revolved around. Yeah. It's like he was a central point. Yeah. Like he was mm. the one who did all the amazing. Yeah. Like like you can see on his symbol, like yeah. uh, of his famous dunk, his you know his dynamic play. And then it's like he had Scotty Pippen who assisted him. Then you had Dennis Rodman who was, I suppose, um, 
defence. Um, yeah, but the, the, I'm on the third one now, and, and the, the dynamics change because the Scotty Pippen guy, he's injured, and then uh, Dennis Rodman has to has to take on. There's a bit in there which is like immense because Dennis Rodman, right? He was he was so laid back, and he's he was like quite. Like if he's in the wrong mood, that's it. He'll just he'll just get himself sent off. He's not one of those players. You know, one of the football players who's yeah, a prima donna. Yeah, and he's got a lapse. Oh, but he's so entertaining because he's so colourful. Like you know, it's sure, like sure. I knew him, I knew him yeah. one. Not not my, I can't comment much on his play. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't remember what position he did, but I knew all the other players were just yeah. Michael Jordan was the centre, and they would work as part of a team too. You know, but Mike Dennis Rodman. It's like you knew about his off court. Stuff like he dated mm-hmm. Madonna, he dyed his hair all sorts, and at that time, dyeing your hair like that just looked mm. it was exceptionally mm. mad. You know, he'd mm. make himself up, like put makeup on. Um, Very eccentric sort of guy. Yeah, really mad, you know. So that's, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's what made it enjoyable as well. Yeah, mm. sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, back to the sort of the documentary uh, of sort of Lost and Fair and Thought now. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I was. Um, do you yeah. about Scottie Pippen, you were saying? Yeah. yeah, so he's injured. Dennis mm. Rodman has to sort of become that provider player and the mm. defensive player, the provider player. And then he he just gets himself sent off and the whole team is, like, angry at him. No way. And this guy, Dennis Rodman, never, he's never, ever knocked on on uh, on uh, Michael Jordan's room, like his, his, his room. This, he comes out of the blue, knocks on his door, he goes, oh, can I have a cigar? That was his way of apologising. And from that point on, he knuckled down and started winning games because of Dennis Rodman because wow. he knew he he messed he let the whole team down because of his attitude. Really, wow! Down and they, they started winning again. So it's pretty, pretty the stuff like that, which is like really pretty, really pretty cool. Mm, like, yeah, that is uh, that's really interesting. Wow. Yeah. yeah, the other thing me and we watched were uh, was a film called The Big Short. Oh yeah, yeah, the financial thing. Yeah, have you seen it or? I've not seen it. No, to be honest, I tried to watch it. Because it's on Netflix, it's listed under comedies, and like I'm not convinced that it is a comedy, to be honest. Yeah, got like Ryan Gosling in there, and he's like, he's he's he he's out really out of place in that film. He's terrible. But everyone really? asks, like, but it's Ryan Gosling guy. He's like, oh, he's, he's supposed to be like, uh, uh, like a like a poor man's Uber. I think yeah. I wouldn't say that. I think you don't like him because of La La Land. You really don't. <laughs> So I think La La Land, you've just not liked him. No, but he, he even you said his acting was terrible in there. His, his acting wasn't great because, you see, I've known him. I, I, Ryan Gosling is like the bloke from The Notebook, you know, and if you watch The Notebook, you're like, yeah, he's that bloke and you like him for The Notebook. But then... I hate I, The Notebook. His character is the same in La La Land, you know, he's a, he's a good-looking lad who's, you know girl falls for and then in this he's his hair is not blonde it's dark brown which looks odd and then yeah it's just um you don't hate his character even though his character is quite hateful whereas Steve Carell you, you know all the other characters you you feel you've got a strong emotion towards them whereas Ryan Gosling you don't in this mm. one yeah you, you like like you said you think it would have been better if Leonardo DiCaprio done it yeah it was that kind of you're supposed to like He's quite. You're supposed to hate him because he's meant to be selfish. One yeah, mm. but it's actually a really good film. I mean, it's it goes back to the 2008 uh, the the, the uh, market crash, mm-hmm. uh, the economy crash, and um, 
it was basically the gist of it. It was that these banks, they, they were getting incentives like to to give out mortgages to people who haven't got any credit rating or who haven't got a deposit. So they were giving like 100% mortgages. Mm, wow. Yeah. And these guys, without even thinking about it, they were giving 100% mortgages on the basis that they, the interest rates higher on the mortgage. So imagine a person who's, who's uh, I don't know, just got a normal job at that time would be about £1,200 say a month right and it's okay yeah you can feed your family and stuff with it i'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that salary but they're getting a thousand pound mortgage or 800 pound mortgage what that's without, insane without putting a deposit on them all they're thinking is wow i'm getting a house i'm getting a house i'm getting a house yes yeah. i think yeah. it was great how he explained um how the whole financial crash happened mm. and you know why did why people hated the bankers why mm. they why they were considered crooks. I thought we explained that really well. What I still don't get, though, is, uh, you know, Christian Bale's character, the main bloke, Dr. Barry, Dr. Barry. Mm. Um, he's meant to be this mathematical genius. He's quite socially awkward. Um, it's, it's just that, okay, so, you know, so he, he predicted this financial crash was going to happen, and he bet against it, and hence it's called the big short. He, you know, what was it they called it? Mm. He shorted... Them and the bonds or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I understand. I had to, Raj had to explain it to me three times. Um, <laughs> you know, when you guys like FaceTime in Interstellar and all that, you know, it took me a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I still don't get that. Um, but anyway, um, in this one, right? So, okay, you, you invest shares into something. I know how that works, but it was the opposite. Mm. So this guy was wanted shares, so-called shares, should the housing market fail. And I was like, how on earth did he come to do that? And I, I watched the film, Rod explained to me three times. No, I just explained a very simplified version, which don't... might not have been correct, just my understanding of it. So, But, oh gosh, I still don't get it. Yeah. So if anyone out there understands yeah. it, please, I mean, we're always asking you guys to email us. Yeah. <laughs> what is our email maybe that's where we're getting stuff we never actually tell them what the email address is maybe but whatever yeah. it is um <laughs> the game sorry say that again now i think it's the game crowd birmingham at gmail.com cool. uh, okay. yeah or, or you can just just Facebook message or something. If you can explain yeah. what Christian Bale, like how, how he bet against the cable. I think the gist of it is that the, the, the why, why, yeah, the, yeah that bit needs explaining of why, how, how they, how they gained to benefit from that market collapse. But the market collapse was because uh, of what I said, they were giving out these mortgages. So imagine you keep giving out mortgages and people can't pay them. There's, they're not getting the money back. So the whole thing's going to collapse. Mm -hmm. fall, fall down so yeah. that's literally what happened and but there was a lot more corruption than that this is a very very simplified version of, of what, what i'm talking about and basically so, it, was, it was greed so the more commission these like guys got yeah. from what they sold um yeah they obviously got you know greedy and then that caused the crash and it was a very good film definitely recommend that one. and there was a false sort of sense of security because because mortgages have never failed before, like and this, like properties always are safe. Properties considered oh. one of the safest commodities. Yes. So, so that's never failed before. So, 
they they kept giving out these mortgages. Oh, it's all right. It's not going to fail. It's never going to collapse. That's the safest thing. Mm-hmm. Yet these guys had clocked on. Well, uh, uh, Christian Bale had clocked on in, in particular, saying that uh, you know this is going to crash, and no one believed him. So, so he bet on it. Three years before the, the crash actually happened, because he could see all these like default. He he had a spreadsheet of like every single mortgage. Uh, I think 60,000 mortgages he looked at. So he looked at an average or something, uh, 60,000 mortgages, and he was looking at which ones are defaulted, which ones admit, like, which, which, which ones had missed payments, they are late. So he started to predict, actually, this is going to collapse, because if this carries on going, it, it's, it's, it's heading, uh, uh, it's, uh, heading uh, uh, towards, towards a, um, like a massive crash. And the other thing that we found out was they were just giving mortgages just based on anything like people who had already had a mortgage they like already had a house one person had five houses based on that even though they didn't have what? pay that yeah oh that's nuts yeah so wow. it, was all, it was all mad but uh, yeah but the, but the sad thing is at the end of the film that says uh, it ended with oh now everything's regulated and we've got all these systems in place and the people that were responsible all yeah. got locked up yeah. but that's clearly not the yeah case. and they got that nah, not oh <laughs> but, no way yeah, so none of this is regulated, so it could happen all over again. And the people who suffer really are is average Joe like you and me now. Right, yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. So the wow. advice is don't borrow against your house or your asset to go and buy yeah. another house. I've always believed that. I, I, I sort of let that late on, um, later on in my life, I think in my late 20s. Because when I was 18, I was given a credit card, I was given this, <laughs> that. I was in some debt, like a few, few, few grand of debt. Yeah, but, yeah, that time, and then because no one told me any better, you get you were given these cash. You, you were like they were forced down you, weren't they? At, at that point, come and have a credit card. Come and get this. You get this. Get that. Come and have yeah. a store card, a store credit card, and you get all these cards and stuff. <clears throat> and then when you're 18, you don't know any better. Well, I didn't know any better, so I just I just spent games, games and alcohol. Learn. <laughs> That's it, literally. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I believe that man. It's gold, uh, going out. That, you know, that, that was it. Yeah that credit culture isn't it to sort of pay for it later and you don't think about it you know i, I mean it, a lot of it i think th- there is a lot of responsibility there for advertising and how they portray it and i think it's only really in the last few years that they even bother putting like a, a fine print on the screen to say you know how much you'd be repaying and how much that might be but even then it doesn't give you a good indication of how long you might be paying back or how much you might be paying back so i think it's uh, it doesn't inform people that you know yes you can have it now but you're going to be paying back for a long time, paying back a lot. I mean, the example you gave there about the house, like, you know, on a salary of, say, 1200 and paying back £800 a month, that's mad. It's crazy. Thanks for giving them away. They were saying, oh, yeah, I have a... Like, you had these mortgage brokers who mm. were making so much commission of it. You know, don't worry, they're, they're getting paid the fees. Let's get this guy a mortgage. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Bragging about it as well. Really? Yeah. Saying, like, oh, yeah, we get immigrants coming over, so they're too excited about getting their house. So yeah, <laughs> house sort of thing. So that's quite, that's really preying on people, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. And I know family, some family and friends who did that as well. So, um, like, basically, where some one of my one of my not my immediate family, like my, one of my cousins, mm-hmm. they they bought their first house like that, like on a very high rate mortgage, like hard mm-hmm. money deposit, and. Um, I remember they were working double shifts to pay the mortgage off. Oh my gosh! Until wow. they, until, I think, till that, what, some point they got to remortgage, right? At some point, but they were paying like double <clears throat> to pay the mortgage off. And that's <sighs> normal salary, yeah. 
Jeez, that's scary, man. Crazy. Exactly, yeah. Wow. So, tough times. Yeah, anyway, that, that's enough of um, uh, a depressing market. <laughs> I mean, finance nonsense. Uh, let's uh let's it's talk about 30 year olds yeah anyway. <laughs> oh i don't think you should apologize for that i think that's a good thing to talk about because if anyone wasn't aware of that sort of stuff at least that might sow the seed of you know just being aware of it it's a good thing actually in, in that case I'll, I'll add a bit more than now because my credit rating now is like fantastic Right, but I've only got one little mark on my credit rating, which is like if you get if you get you can get free credit reports now. You get ClearScore, Experian, and and there's one other one as well, uh, where you can get your credit rating. And all of them, like one of them's like 19, one of them's really sky high, and one of them like well above the average of of the UK. But it shows you all your positives and all your negatives. Mm-hmm. And I got one negative. Guess what that negative is? You probably guess it. But um, what would your negative credit rating be for? Yeah, basically, there's one negative aspect to my credit thing. It's saying that I haven't got a credit card. Oh, I was gonna say you're probably too good. You're probably too good to yeah, money. Exactly, because I don't take out debt. Yeah. I'm classed as that's classed as a downer on my on my credit thing. So <laughs> yeah. So if I had debt outstanding and I was paying that, that would, my credit rate would go even higher. Right, right. right. It's a bit silly, isn't it? Because that's what got it me. Is. My credit it is. Penalizes down. people for you know common sense and good sense. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Still, good, good problems to have. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we can get on to uh, gaming. Who wants to go first, guys? I think Mine... me and Ruby can do a bit together, can't we? Because some we of the games you play together. together, yeah. Mine is quite short. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. No, no. How much is yours like? I mean, I've got a list together, but you know, uh, some of this you may have heard previously. Some of it you haven't. But no, I mean, you guys go for it. It's all good. Do you know what? Actually, no. You go ahead, and then us two we're gonna <laughs> chat at length, aren't we? Okay. Not necessarily. You know, I've only, I've, to be honest, I've only got like five games, and I've got the. We can talk about the PS5 reveal as well. All the games on there, because that mm-hmm. was a big event as well, gaming wise. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I don't know who wants to start. I'll, 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 I'll do it then. I'll get mine. Yeah. Okay. So um, I've still been playing Minecraft Eternal, which is the mod pack that I told you guys about. With uh, with Weird and Doctor Will and all those guys, um, so it's Minecraft, but it's got all the, it's got like I think probably about maybe 30, 40, maybe fifty different mod packs that are added to it. So <clears throat> yeah, like people who've developed their own mods, and someone's kindly put them all together in one pack that you can put put into Minecraft and play that. But it really expands on Minecraft in such a big way. Um, but I'll be honest, I'm lost in it. I've not got a clue what to do. Win, Win somehow seems to know everything in it. Like. Um, so he's given me a book. So each of these mod packs are like the skill tree in, say, Skyrim or something like that. So they all have their own individual skill tree, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So I'm I'm currently on one called Lexia Botania, which is um, the ability to get magic from flowers, <laughs> which sounds nuts. But it, it, <laughs> yeah, flower power, man. Um, but yeah. It, it's it's really confusing and honestly like i'm not sort of shy of tech and stuff like that but this is, it's so like particular like you have to create this thing and then you know the next thing you might have to create you have to do it but in a really specific way so ah, there's been so much googling and so much sort of um 
this book that you, you have to craft and it guides you through it. it tells you what every item does and how you can use it so it's like literally like a, an encyclopedia of, of stuff so you're constantly referencing back to this book in the game that tells you how to do stuff so um it's been a little bit frustrating to be honest because like i'm used to minecraft and i'm used to building and sort of mining and all the rest of it but um this is such a different thing to that so it's uh it's interesting is it but, is, yeah. is it a separate standalone game or is it just called minecraft eternal because it's got your those mods with it i think because it's got the mods with it so it is just on your normal installation of minecraft oh it's not but, an official minecraft game per se sort of like an update or something of it. No, no, it's, uh, you could probably do that way, but um, the way we've got it going is just um, it's just like a mod pack that you run alongside or on top of your install. Yeah. So yeah, but it, it's really cool, and some of the stuff you can do in it is obviously awesome. Um, but I just haven't got a clue because I'm I'm so not used to, it, I'm so new to it. But um, I think I told you like one of our friends is like a, a master vampire in it, so he's got yeah he keeps testing out spells on me. Like, <laughs> Like, it'd be like, Nelly, come here. I'm like, oh. I know my death is imminent at that point. Um, <laughs> like, he's got one spell that traps you in a wall. <laughs> so you just die sort of slowly because that you can't like, get out. That sounds like The Sims, remember? <laughs> the Sims originally, you, you could lock, you, you could put characters in a wall and they just weave themselves and, and just <laughs> to death. Oh, and they'd be God. like, smelly and stuff like that. Just, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. He'll rot to death, basically. Yeah, and then the ghost comes around and haunts, haunts the house they're in. Can you go and haunt your friend who keeps doing this to you now? Kind of, yeah, because every time you die, you come back as a ghost and you have to reclaim your items. So imagine if you die, like, really far underground in some distant mine. Um, it would respawn you back at your spawn point, which is obviously going to be miles away, but you start off as a ghost, so you can't really do anything. All you can do is find your way back to where you died, unlock your little treasure chest with all your stuff in it and then you can go again from there so oh. i guess if you don't cover your chest then you can just haunt people instead <laughs> oh. so basically you're, you can't yeah you're always going to be tested up oh, well. yeah. yeah but it, it's good and um i, I want to get better at it but it's just um there's so much to it i don't know where to start really but uh, yeah but it's oh. been a laugh we did some of stuff i mean like it's full of bosses so i mean whoever's made this game is just like put so much thought into it because you can craft all this stuff like new armor new swords you know new powers like the spells that i mentioned and the, the point of it is meant to be that like there's all these different new bosses in the game that aren't there originally and yeah. um you can go off adventuring and find them and you know have these epic battles with them so we, we've had a couple of those battles and like they're, they're actually really good fun especially in sort of three player um so yeah it's it's three or more i mean sometimes it's been sort of like maybe six or seven of us on the same server so that's been it's been i mean it has been really good fun really good laugh as well i'm gonna give so, that a try i do love my yeah i think you'd love this like if you ever, if you guys ever joined us on it i mean uh i think you'd really love it so yeah i'm gonna end up hunting down your friend who keeps uh doing <laughs> <on> you, so. <laughs> he is one of these people like He'll give you some, like, you know, I mentioned, like, the the thing that I'm pursuing. You need flowers to get the magic from. So he'll right. come and give me a load of flowers. And go, oh, there you go, Nelly. Thanks so much, man. That's so kind of you. Man, that's, that's saved me so much time. And then he'll cast a spell on you. As if to say, like, now that I've bought you with these flowers, now I can I can put a spell on you. Right. So, yeah, I, I'd appreciate your backup in that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm being bullied, really. Cyberbullying. 
but um oh man i mentioned earlier like i had one of the best multiplayer experiences of my life the other night <laughs> because well we we're playing gears 5 we're still playing that um it obviously came out about a year ago uh and they've done numerous updates to it and it's you know it is a really good game it's a really good game but i'm lucky i'm fortunate that like from the 360 onwards i've just had like the same sort of collection of friends on there and sort of people that sometimes you don't play with a lot but that are still your mates and you've you've carried on that sort of friendship throughout the consoles so five now you say sorry what game did you say this was uh gears five yeah Gears five. yeah so um this random game was just the coming together of some random friends uh and and weirdly like they all know each other but they they don't really play together and and i don't really play with them uh so the three of us sort of had this one like, like we're all sort of good mates like individually if that makes sense but we haven't sort of played together but it was just yeah. so funny just the three of them are all scottish and they're just it's just brilliant. sorry brilliant oh yeah yeah I, it was honestly just so funny like my face was hurting because it was just four hours of laughing like just ridiculous so i mean that is one of my favorite things about gaming like it brings random people together um in just hilarious ways so that, that was awesome Without all the talk and the introduction or talking about real life, you know, it's just, hey, you know, we're gaming, we're going to have a laugh on here. Yeah, yeah, it was just so silly. Like, uh, some of it, because, I mean, some of it was a touch rude, so I can't really go into it, but it was just hilarious. And, like, the reaction to some of the other players in the game that, that, uh, you know, because in in Horde mode, for instance, it's it's, uh, a team of five versus a computer. So like there was us four plus some random and like some of some of their responses were just I was I was laughing so hard so yeah just a brilliant time that was awesome but um also okay so man you guys know I'm a big fan of Skyrim right like yeah huge fan of that so my sister's a big fan of it as well she loves Skyrim um and like she's not really a gamer I think I've mentioned this a few times but um. Like so, she loves Skyrim, but she like both of us are really sort of stuck for something to play that's similar to Skyrim. So in the end, I just said, you know what, we should play Oblivion, which is obviously the one that came before Skyrim. So it's a generation older. Um, so initially, she was like, mm, you know, the graphics aren't going to be as good, and it's going to be a, a lesser game because it's older. You know, and I was like, that's probably true, but we should just try it anyway. And if you like it, then great. And if not, just leave it. So we've both gone on this mad thing where we're both playing Oblivion at the same time in the same house. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, but, you know, it's such a great game. I forgot how good it was. Uh, I, I can't pick a floor in it. It's such a good game. It's, it's actually brilliant. Like, I'm, 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 I've joined the Thieves Guild on mine and the Mages Guild. Um, and, yeah, just working my way through it. But, I, you know, it, it, it's so good. I'd forgotten how good it was. And uh, the good thing is, as well, because the first time I, I checked my achievements on this, on the 360, and like I, I actually completed the game like inside out, so I'd done all the stuff in the normal vanilla game. Uh, but I hadn't got the DLC. I'd never played it. So that's I'm really looking forward to that. I'm going to get that and uh, try that out. So that will be cool. Ooh. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, Skyrim. Yeah. It does make me want to play Skyrim. I'm sorry I haven't, have got, to play it, really. I haven't got around to it. I do say I will play it. Ruth, I've slightly forlornly just accepted that you're not going to play it. Oh no, I see. How, I feel like I don't want to disappoint you. And keep <laughs> so, oh, that's psychology. Like, 
I, honestly, you would love it. It's such a good game. It's right up your street, just in terms of like the freedom to just do silly mm. stuff, as well as you know, play it genuinely and seriously if you want to, and develop your character however you want. It doesn't limit you in any way. So I think you'd love it, man. I've always heard people say good things, and especially like one, your sister, who I've met, mm-hmm. who you definitely not a gamer. You know, you can just tell with some people they <laughs> they wouldn't make time for this kind of stuff because they've got better things to do in life. You know. Yeah. So and yet she, like you yeah. know she might be on it for like a few hours like if she's having a gaming session on it she'll be on it for a while that's so it that, that tells that, you something that sold it to me and then on top of that it was like my boss my current boss um you know i didn't think speech therapists could be this cool um yeah she she told me that uh she got done because she was killing people's chickens just <laughs> so she had to go under for a bit you know and in skyrim and, yeah, she was she was killing chickens, or she didn't realise. You know, like when you're in a game and you just think, oh, this isn't the real world, right? I'm just going to kill this chicken for the sake of killing. <laughs> and she done that, and then she didn't realise that there was a law against that, and then she ended up having a bounty on her head. So she had to go under for a few for quite a while. <laughs> <Go under>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so when she described that to me, and this was guess this was in a work supervision, and it was the best supervision meeting I've ever had because we mostly spoke about. Yeah, it was great. Uh, that also made me think, you know what? I definitely want to mm-hmm. give some time towards Skyrim. I will play it. And I tell you what now, when I play it, I'll, I'll live stream it and let you know when I'm Dude, doing it. Dude, I would love that. I mean, I would, I would watch that. I mean, I think, <clears throat> like, just, just bear in mind, just be patient with it because it's not like 100 miles an hour from the start. And yeah. it might take a few hours for your character to develop to such a state that you're properly enjoying it. Um, it's quite a long, quite a long introduction, isn't it? As well, about two hours. Yeah, yeah. and you know the way you love. Sorry, I'm not patient. That's my issue. And obviously, you guys have mm-hmm. seen me and get upset when I can't get things straight away. Or yeah, no, that's that's normal though. I mean, like I think most people are like that. If if it's uh, no one wants to sort of grind through things, and if you're not enjoying it, it's not fun. But I just I just mean to say, like, if you can get through the early parts of the game where I mean, Raj will help you with it, I'm sure, like, you know, tactics for how to play early days when you first start out. Like, it means, like, sort of being a bit careful and a bit sort of creepy, uh, as in, like, creeping around and not jumping into trouble. Because um, your character won't be strong initially. But the more you do something, you level up in it. So if you use your magic all the time, eventually, a couple of hours in, your magic's going to be pretty decent. Uh, so, yeah. But if you can get through that initial sort of grindy stage, then it's just such a good game. It's just brilliant. I'll give it. I'll give it a try. I'll definitely do it this week. Okay, before mm. next podcast, I would have definitely done it. Mm. There you go. All right, man. Do it. Yeah, man. You won't regret it, honestly. You you well, you will kick yourself for not doing it earlier. Right. <laughs> Skyrim. <laughs> it's one of life in in golfing games, isn't it? Yes, I think so. It, it really is, but in a good way, not in a bad way. But um, still playing uh, F1 2018. <clears throat> So my engineer is still doing my head in because, like, I'm taking the Williams team, which is currently floundering and, like, unsure of their future in real life. And I've taken to the front of the grid and I'm winning races. And he's on my case saying, oh, you know, well done for bringing the car home in one piece. And I'm like, dude, like, why, why are you on my case for? I actually love that the, uh, the, the game character is actually talking back to you. That's brilliant it's just little like in fact he doesn't talk to my face he sends emails so i'm not happy with him at all he just send me an email after 
Mm-hmm. Have you got that to him, or can you not? Doesn't give me the feature to, unfortunately. It's probably a good thing because, uh, yeah, <laughs> expletives. But um, yeah, it's such a fun game, though. I'm really enjoying it, man. The racing's so good in it. Um, but yeah, you've heard me go on and on about that before. But um, the other thing I want to touch on, and it, Raj, I'm glad you mentioned the PlayStation um, launch trailers yeah. and all that because uh, I can't wait to hear what you think about that. But I was going to talk about the Xbox Series X just briefly, not because we can do like a proper episode on it if you want. Oh, but, um, yeah, but just um, because I've been looking at it, obviously you and I sort of pre-ordered the Xbox Series X. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that coming out. But I, I just like sort of had a look online just to see what the latest was with it, what's happening with it, because I'm, I'm typically quite slow with that. But um, I, I was a bit disappointed truthfully because at the moment i know like there's a little bit of time before it actually releases so they haven't actually finalized like the release games for it yet and i'm sure they will release more but currently there's just nothing there that uh interests me in terms of their release games so yeah. i think they have got one 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 massive thing on the on on um uh in the in the arsenal in the arsenal if, if that if that's makes sense is mm-hmm. it the game pass Yes, yeah. Because with the Game Pass, I I really, really like a massive fan of it. <clears throat> yeah, I am as well. It's, it's awesome. It's a bit like you know when um, when the play when the Xbox 360 was hammering the PlayStation 3, mm-hmm. and the PlayStation 3 started offering the games free on there. Yeah, with PlayStation Network or whatever it was. Yeah, and then the, the next box sort of jumped on that bandwagon as well because mm-hmm. it was such a uh, they had to because they were way behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I still think Xbox will do fine. I think they'll both do fine. Oh, no, they'll definitely do fine. No problem. Yeah. But And I'm really looking forward to it. But just, just on a bit disappointed because obviously, you know, you're looking for this new console and you're looking for this killer game that's going to be on it and I can't wait to play it. You know, something that really excites you, like something like, I don't know, like if Legend of Zelda was out on Xbox, you know, that sort of thing. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that sort yeah, of you have to get out, yeah. The, yeah, I know. I wish... Just want Microsoft to buy a Nintendo, and then we're laughing. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Halo Infinite. I, I mean, Halo. I'll play it, but it's not one of my favourite sort of games. No. So that really that doesn't like click into place for me. They've got quite a few shooters lined up on it, um, like new IPs. So that's interesting. But yeah, you know, I can give or take that really. Um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um, like, I really want to like this, and I'm, I am cautiously optimistic about it but the problem with me is that it's from the developer who made the witcher series and i'm one of the 0.0001 who hated the witcher <laughs> so but you know what now like yeah. them as, as as a game developer they're really really cool because the value for money they give you right is like phenomenal that they really regard the 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 game and the player in, in high regard, they respect them. Do you know like stuff like you know like say you got skins or something else for your horse or this and that? They gave all that free. They were actually free. And the DLC that the, the expansion packs or expansion story expansions that they gave were like 20, 30 hour games for like fifteen quid. Or like, do you know what I mean? They, they, they were yeah. like they really put the back and those like the basically those little expansions they were good enough to be their own games. Mm. so uh, i've got a lot of respect for them no i mean definitely fair play to them for all of that and i I love that they sort of respect gamers in that way and they're not just looking to fleece people like so many other developers but um just in terms of that game it's just it's hard for me because i can't if it's the same 
sort of thing as The Witcher in terms of like the, the why I struggled with The Witcher is because uh, you know if you just want to like for instance again I'm used to Skyrim and things are really simplistic in Skyrim it's not overly complicated but in The Witcher two and three which are the two that I played like just casting spells is like really complicated like the menu system's so convoluted like I and like I work in IT so I'm used to convoluted sort of systems and menus and servers and stuff like that but for me to be like put off by that i, I was surprised like, and i'm really surprised that so many people liked it because it didn't it wasn't sort of intuitive and it wasn't easy and it wasn't like a menu system shouldn't be something that someone struggles on in a game not in this day and age but i think i think the the, the only part of that i struggled was i, I didn't mind the spell so much because I, I, I got I, I sort of got the grasp of that quite quite easy like uh, and especially if you like i think i had a heads up as well that just concentrate on the fire the fire is pretty good cool okay and the mind control uh, that was that was quite cool but one thing i did sort of uh, have an issue with like if you're if you like if you're new to the series as well is the different types of swords because you need a different sword to kill humans then you need a different sword to fight monsters so you have a silver sword and a normal sword I see. I had no idea about this. <laughs> like exactly what I mean. So that bit was a bit. I thought, okay, they don't make that as accessible. Mm. So I understand, but people love that game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, it's one of the most popular games of like probably the last ten years. Like series, yeah. you know, massive. So obviously, there's a massive hype around Cyberpunk 2077. But I'm just, I'm not sure for me personally. I'll give it a go, but it's uh, an FPS, by the way. So it's, FPS. It's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind that because obviously, you know, Mass Effect is one of my favorite ever series. So I can deal with like a, a FPS style shooter. You know, I can deal with that uh, shooter slash RPG. Sorry, but yeah. um, it just it needs to be a little bit more streamlined for people like me. I think just that that would help me get into the game and like not worry about sort of have I equipped this properly <laughs> or why am I not casting a spell? Like just ah, uh, frustrating. But, um, yeah, together one day like you know we'll, we'll... Uh, i love you man I'll, I'll play something else with you because i'm done with the witcher like i'm done with that but any anything else you want to play i'm down for like oh Good. gosh i can't wait to hey uh we're going to chat about this after yeah so sorry carry on, carry on. Right, yeah i'm going to mention to, it to you now with me <laughs> yeah, carry on, sorry oh, cool. no no it's okay um just to finish that xbox series x thing um they've got this thing called smart delivery which sounds amazing so raji probably you've seen this but um so no matter what Xbox you've got, um, you'll be able to play uh, sort of backwards compatibility. So the whole catalog of games. But smart delivery is the thing that will optimize it for whatever Xbox you're on. Yeah. So I think that's amazing. So if I'm playing like an original Xbox game on my Xbox One, it will bring the graphics up as best yeah. it can to the Xbox One standard. Like, that's wow, true. that's incredible. Like, just absolutely like amazing sort of innovation that i think so yeah really looking forward to that and sorry yeah so just yeah. In, in, in regard to that just back on the cd project you just reminded me of something the other thing they're, they're doing if you buy the if you buy if you bought the um uh uh the current gen version of it they're going to give you the game free for next yeah year. yeah i mean rockstar did that didn't they rockstar did that with gta 5 from they ps3 they didn't didn't yeah. they yeah they remastered the game i made you buy it again i'm sure there was a thing where they gave it free no they they, they remastered the game now it was called gta 5 uh, uh, and they re- made they made you buy the whole game again 
<laughs> really? Yeah. Why am I thinking of? Because there was something they did that was actually awesome. Like between that that jump from play, PlayStation Three to Four, there was something. I'm getting confused anyway, but that, well, I mean, you know, fair play to them for that. Like, I think it would be a bit remiss of them not to do something like that because obviously, if yeah. Cyberpunk's dropping in November and the consoles then dropping in like yeah, December, do you know what I mean? It's a bit like yeah. how can you make them pay for the same game in two months? But so, this was before it was delayed because it was supposed to come out in September, wasn't it? No, it was yeah. supposed to May originally. Yes, that's right, and yeah. it's now November, isn't it? Yeah, now November. This delayed it last week. Yeah. Yeah. It might just next gens, isn't it? Like it's I a bit. So. I, I I think they're gonna sort of. Uh, you might suffer a bit because of that. Maybe, maybe. Um, I guess it depends on the consoles a little bit because, like, from from the stuff that I was reading about the Xbox, they they're not actually that concerned about their release uh, catalog. Um, they're looking to sort of drip feed their big games like over a series of months or something like that, rather than have like one big sort of uh, release on on. On, on, on the console when it drops so yeah. that might work well with uh, cyberpunk if that's the case if it is delayed yeah but yeah i mean we, we, we will see but as you said earlier i'm sure they're both going to be like epic consoles really but um but yeah that's that's my gaming done so please let's hear about you guys what have you been up to do you want to go first so do, do you game you played by yourself first then we'll jump in the game you played together yeah. okie dokie okay so um I've still continued collecting games for the sake of Game Gear. Um, so, yeah, like on Amazon, I'll once a month go on there and see are there any uh, of their old cartridges available. And it doesn't matter what it is, I'm just going to buy it. And they're normally like £2 or £4 or whatever, you know, and uh, people are putting their old um, second-hand cartridges there because they're no longer available. Um so yeah, this the reason I've got maybe five of them, and I will put them on um, the Game Crowd uh, Facebook page and Insta. Um, the recent one I've got was Colin. Nice. Yeah, so I did play on um, the Mega Drive collection. I played Colin's on there, but when I played it in the way that I played it as a kid, I actually got sentimental and emotional um, because Colin on the Sega Game Gear it had uh, these three uh, type of soundtracks in the back. You could choose one of them mm-hmm. and it was option B that I chose or, and it was option A at times. And it was just like, you know, it just took me back to when I'd sit in my childhood bedroom and I'd sit on the floor because I was comfortable there with it mm-hmm. behind me and I'd play columns for hours. And, you know, like, you know, when you play it at the easy easy mode, normal mode, and then really difficult mode, so I played all those modes. It was just great for the reminiscent factor, but it's such a basic game, isn't it? Well, you know what, Bruce, if I may just jump in, that it, Column does exactly the same thing for me, because, like, um, the first console I ever owned, my old man, he got me a Sega Mega Drive, and it came with a cartridge called Mega Games 1, which is three games in one, and Columns is one of them. So whenever I hear the music from Columns on the Mega Drive, it always takes me back to my dad's old house. Oh, so, no. Yeah, so that's, that's really cool. Like I don't know what it is, because it's got very sort of uh, specific music that it's yeah. uh, like, like, slightly operatic almost. I don't know. Exactly. It's like it was very, like, I, I don't know what it was. Like one of the sounds, it just reminded me of a Bollywood tune, which was like, and Bollywood <laughs> full of sentiment and emotion and everything. When you're a little kid as well, I think I was about... 
this took me back to my seven-year-old self. Wow, that's so cool. Exactly. So what that's like, you know, 30, no, 36 now. Sorry, I'm a bit slow with math. 29 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google the music for the Game Gear one because I'm interested now to see what that was like. You know what I'll do is I'll, I'll play it and I'll just uh, play the sound. I can do that tonight as well and I'll show you all three. They're brilliant. Cool. And yeah, so I, I, I had fun with that. Um, and it was quite it was quite entertaining like you know when I ordered it off Amazon it was like a few weeks that it took for this cartridge to come and I thought wow. so we got Nick Wonderboy got stolen I think um, it was no Wonderboy, way the dragon's trap I'm really gutted about that um, I've been looking for it for ages just there's not one available but that is proper like I spent hours of my childhood on that so <laughs> if it, I think I think it's like you know how I was talking about the office the US version. Uh, Wonder Boy was probably my childhood friend. So. Yeah. To be honest, when you were saying that about The Office earlier, I, I didn't say it because I didn't want to sound bad, but that's exactly how I am about video games. Like they're yeah. like old friends. So I do know what you meant. I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> I can admit that Zelda was your best mate. <laughs> I wouldn't say or best Zelda, mate. Or, or not, not Zelda. Um, what's his face? Um, main guy. What's his name? I should know this. I've lost him. Link. That's it. Link. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, that was that was Colin, and um, I did play Street Fighter Two, and um, again on the snares upstairs. I was just taking a little break, very briefly. You know, you were talking earlier, Neil, about emails in that game, and the, you know how they were. <laughs> yes. You just reminded me of you know in Street Fighter Two or any of the Street Fighters when you get beaten and when the character who just beat you up talks back to you yes like go home and be a family man exactly <laughs> you, oh my gosh you just reminded me of um he, the worst person to be beaten up or who's got the worst comeback i find is vega right what did you say like, especially when you're tan lee it's like <laughs> thank you for such a lovely time <laughs> and it's so patronizing and horrible <laughs> Yeah, or, or there's, I think it was... I don't know what that sounds like. What? Uh, when they patronise you and they... Oh, okay, haha. Um, yeah, because you're never beaten by anything. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just his... I found his the worst. Like, you got other people saying things like, um, like Ryu saying, oh, you know, you'll never amount to more than the dragon punch and, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, Got a girl saying, "Go home and become a family man," even though me. And uh, yeah, you, you know, so all of them were insulting enough. I don't remember what Dalcine's were. I've never been beaten by Dalcine. That's terrible. I want to find out what he'd say to me. Um, while you're talking, I'm just going to quickly Google that. What would he actually say if he beat you? But yeah, like, I felt like I played that game enough to remember what each one would say. Like, like blank. Or what, what would he say? I don't think blank is. Yeah, he does say stuff, doesn't he? I can't all remember. of them say something. So when you yeah. get defeated by them, they all got comebacks. And they, all, they all got more than one, you know? Mm. So you did appreciate them, but I hated Vega's one so much. It was just it was terrible. So, <coughs> um, yeah, why do Googling that now? Um, I also, then now moving on to the games that we played together. Yeah. So, Streets of Rage 4. Oh, um, wow. What did you think of that? I. First, wasn't expecting much because Streets of Rage, the first one, liked it. 
Streets of Rage 2 loved it. Streets of, Re- Streets of Rage 3 didn't really care for it much. Streets mm. of Rage 4, oh my gosh. It was like Streets of Rage 2, but they improved the graphics. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. And, you know, you've got the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. You know, <laughs> the joy, you've got the joy of, you know, the, the impact. You know, when you hit someone, you really hit them. And, you know, you took on, and all the bad guys were proper, you know, hard to beat as well, some of them. Like, you had these really short biker chicks, you know, and uh, the way they just came at you was brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. I absolutely loved, enjoyed playing it with Raj. Me and Raj got fairly far. We got pretty far, didn't we? We got level four or five, something like that. On it. That's awesome. Yeah, we got pretty far, but then there came, came, there came a point in the game where one of us just kept dying, and we just, Me. yeah, and we just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was left by myself, and um, yeah, because it, it gets quite hard, doesn't it? Later on, I kept dying because I was too reckless, and I was just going for it, and then yeah, like uh, then you were left on your own. I mean, it's the same with me. I mean, I, I played it once, to be honest. I need to play it again, really. I've only literally played it once, but um, I got to. I, I think I just about beat the first boss, uh, and then like the, the the bit straight after I died, and I was like, that 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 finished me off. It's such a hard game. I mean, do you not think it's so hard though? It's intense. It is intense. Like, see, I, I do, but it's kind of like it's the right amount of heart, mm. you know? I love the graphics on there. The graphics are gorgeous. Like really, really cartoony. And um, we unlocked this character, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we got we got to a certain bit, so we unlocked it and another character no called way. Adam. Apparently, Adam, right. he's the father of one of the one of the girl characters. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We really enjoyed that, didn't we? It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. We played Axel, and then you played the big bloke. Yeah, the big, yeah. massive guy. I forgot his name now. Max. He's, he's got metal arms. Oh, oh no, 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 Max. No, it was, cool. it was cool, though. And then I played Adam. Adam, Adam. Adam was really good. That's cool. That's awesome. So did we ever find out if you can play in three-player online? I don't know, but, but the option to play three, four players was there. So. Yeah whether it's online or not so I, I didn't find that out but it'd be kind of cool if you can all play that together because it was awesome. a really game highly recommended I think if you if you like the original Streets of Rage games I think de- definitely play this mm. and it's free on Game Pass as well so if you got if you got an Xbox and Game Pass or was it in the PC as well I'm probably sure. I imagine so it's got to be on Steam isn't it yeah we definitely going to try this now seriously if we can play yeah. online that would just be awesome uh, you know I'm fully up for that anytime you want to just give me a shout and I'm fully up for that after the podcast there you go oh, done <laughs> honestly count me in cool that's what we're going to find out <laughs> yeah we'll find out <laughs> anyway um, yeah Streets of Rage 4 anything more to say on that mm, no I think that's about it yeah okay now this is epic I haven't played a good game for ages this is Minecraft's dungeon and yes. you know what it's like Minecraft met um, Diablo. Diablo, and they had, had a baby. A baby. <laughs> and this was the game, and it's so so good. Absolutely loved it. Loved the music. Loved the characters. It's so humorous as well. <laughs> and you know, my character kept getting funky armor. You know, I even had wolf armor. Rod's armor was a bit lame. So I had the I had the magician armor. You know, the, the yeah yeah. The, with a hat and stuff. Like the blue like, sort of. Uh... He looked like a leprechaun. Yeah. It was brilliant. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. And you know, like how you could level up and get your swords, and you know, yeah. like we played with that strategy. And now, seriously, we got to do if we can all play, all of us play online 
Again, I'm I'm fully up for that. And I know Wynn plays that with his lad as well. So, I mean, we could probably get like four players going on that. He's so good. It's like, like you know, Diablo. Diablo's wicked. Yeah. But it took a while for the game to get going. Like, you know, because first it felt easy for quite a while. Whereas here, the hardness got harder more quickly. And you're leveling up as well. Like, you got more stuff sooner, I find, mm. compared to Diablo. So, I mean... I didn't get any pets like in the other. You did. You got a bat. You had, had a bat. A, it's not quite the same as having yeah. a big uh, ghoul following <laughs> people yeah. and, have, <laughs> and have dogs as well. And uh, but no, yeah, I had a pet bat. I didn't. The bat kind of got lost on me. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just like it, it's like uh, Diablo, but it operates mm. faster if that makes any sense and it's more yeah. comical because it's minecraft isn't it it's a bit more accessible than diablo i think because my, my problem with diablo is that you know i know i'm doing damage i know i've just done something but i don't know what i've done yeah because it's it just fire all over the screen like and i don't know if that's me attacking or them attacking or what but like this is like done and animated in such a way that it, it's it's always straightforward it's always obvious it's never confusing and you know everything makes sense in it like it exactly. just it, it's good Exactly, and it was just like this is what made me and Raj decide every Wednesday now will be gaming night because <laughs> really that, that, that's it. It's like I mean, we both finished work that day, and normally Raj would go off and do his music, but I think we I was quite you know in the you know the midweek tiredness, and we were both like, do you know what? Let's just have an evening off. Let's not do anything like I'm I'm working on Raj's music video. He's doing his music stuff, and we just decided, you know what? Let's have an evening off, even though we're on a deadline. Let's just let's just play. You know, we've got these games to play, and we spent the best of two, three hours on that game. Three hours. Three yeah. hours, mm -hmm. and it was great. It was brilliant. I just got so into it, and if it, if I didn't have work the next day, I think I would have happily continued mm. playing till like <laughs> late past twelve. You know, yeah. which is a lot. Yeah. It's, it's quite late for me. So I get that. It's, it is a really fun game. Like I was playing it loads myself. Um, I, I finished the easy mode, if that makes sense. Like, you start you off on default, doesn't it? The default difficulty. Yeah. Um, so I finished that one. Uh, but it took me ages, man. The last boss on that was so hard, in, in single player anyway. Like, I had, to, I had to keep redoing old levels to try and get better loot to level myself up to try and to battle it. And I only just about did it in the end. So, um, I can't now. The, in the swamp place. No, he did that. Oh, he done, you done it. The swamp boss was well hard. The cauldron. The cauldron. cauldron. Yeah, solid. In, in, um, was it, was it called a swamp? Was yeah, it? soggy swamp is what it's called. That's it. I've done that level. I don't remember that boss. Cauldron. Boss is absolutely solid. And I do a bit of Googling as well. I think that's one of the hardest bosses in the game. Mm, really? Yeah, so it, it, it's worth going back and leveling up, getting, getting back, getting, getting better equipment and coming back. Uh, sorry, I don't. Oh, right. Flatulated, if that's a word. <laughs> In case the mic picked up, that was yeah. that has been farting here continuously. Like you know, <laughs> earlier he did a really long silent one. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyway, yeah, he should be one of the evil bosses. But anyway, <laughs> I should be. <laughs> but yeah, the cauldron. Oh my gosh, you know, like this is me and Raj both playing. We thought let's double team it. Um, I'm going to go right up to it and you can shoot arrows. We kept saving up our arrows to shoot at it from mm -hmm. far away, but we kept running out of arrows. Yeah. You know, so, I wonder if you get different bosses depending if you're playing on two or three more players. Because I don't remember that at all. But I think 
when I googled it, I think it's just a standard boss now mm. because because they mentioned it. if it was that that was the case, they wouldn't sort of they would have said that sort of thing. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, but no, that's awesome. I'm so glad you guys are enjoying that. That's that's brilliant. I think we need you there now with that one. What's that? Sorry. We need you. There. I think we need you there with on that one. Ah, I'm down, man. You let me know when, and I'm down. That sounds awesome. Cool stuff. But yeah, that's pretty much my gaming uh, for the past two weeks. Okay, guys. Uh, so I'll start. Shall I start on the PS5 first, or shall I do my gaming bit first? Up to you, man. All right, I'll, I'll just do the gaming bit first, and I'll we'll talk about the PS5 later um, afterwards. Ooh, Liverpool almost scored. <laughs> it's nil-nil for by the way. Roger's yeah. watching the Liverpool game uh, while while talking on the podcast. Yeah. Playing Everton right now? Yeah, it's nil-nil uh, at Goodison Park. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, back to the games. Uh, I want to start off with... I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, picking that up because I didn't play that because of Days Gone. It, it, mm-hmm. it, that that engulfed my life, sort of saturated my life. I didn't have. I was just that's all I was thinking about was Days Gone. <laughs> that right. So I picked up Final Fantasy VII Remake again, and I started uh, uh, got to grips with the mechanics again. And it's quite simple. It's, it's a lot of like uh, uh, fetch quests and go and go on this. Uh, like at the start, you're like a bounty hunter. That's part of your thing. Oh, here's a new mercenary, mercenary they call them. Mm. Uh, so, so can you do this job? And then that, that, that's it. But it's it's still set in the Final Fantasy universe, and there's little hints of what's going to happen because you remember I explained this before that it's the first ten hours made into forty hours, but in a really good way. Yeah, maybe they've split the game up, haven't they? Until like forward. Yeah, because remember, on, on on that kind of game, there's only so much character development you can do. But mm. So they've done the whole developing characters. Even though there is, I think I would say, depends how you look at it. I'm all right with them, but some people might get annoyed with these like little fetch quests. Mm. I, I did on 15. I got really, really tired of that. Yeah, exactly. So there's some of that in here as well. Mm. So I don't know. It depends on your outlook as a gamer. Like, I, I, don't, I don't mind them. I don't mind the. I prefer I prefer fetch quests than doing grinding. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd rather do a fetch quest and grind that way. Like, like and by fetch quest, I don't just mean get get this and give delivery. It, it, <laughs> it's like literally go and go and kill a monster here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's quite simple, and I'm getting to use the mechanics and the the the, um, uh, the summons. And I've only got one summon at the moment. It's a chocobo one that came. Nice. Pre ordered it. Just <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's that. And I'm going to carry on playing with that. Um, the other thing I've been playing is um, I've been doing a lot of um, uh, just on my phone. I don't know what got me into it. I, mean, I think it might be that finance program got me into it. Mm-hmm. That finance film, sorry, Big Short. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing like um, a lot of phone capitalist games. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, I get bored of after it, but they're, they're a good time pass. Like, like if you've got five minutes here, you can just keep tapping and build money. But then the concept gets a bit boring. So what I've if I want to make money now, I've gone. I'm thinking going back to uh, football chairman. Oh yes, because you can build your money. You can buy a new. You can buy a whole new stadium. You can mm. build it from scratch, sort of thing. I love that whole concept. Yeah, that was such a great game. Yeah, so I, I, I might just delete those games and go back to that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was going to say the other thing I'm doing. Uh, I forgot to mention it earlier. I thought I'd just drop it. I've downloaded. I bought this um, family tree app. Mm. So I'm creating. Oh, yeah. my- with all my ancestors and, and wow. 
Oh, I'm going to sit with my mum and just get the get the names and things down and got got photos and do the same with Ruby's family and That's trace awesome. because my granddad had seven brothers. Right. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. They may have had he may have had a sister as well, I don't know, but it's I, I, I want to get all this recorded, so mm-hmm. I, I do want to carry on with that. But anyway, I started streaming this 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 week. And I did it on The Last of Us 2 because The Last of Us 2 came out this this week. And I've been... 11 part? 12? 12. I've done 12 hours of streaming on it. Wow. Yeah, 12 hours of streaming. But the first two I've missed out are not on Twitch. I did, did stream on Twitch because you have to put this setting on Twitch which enable, which saves them. Otherwise, they're just streaming. They don't oh, save right. So one and two are not on there, but the rest are. Yeah. And... We've actually got some more followers. Oh, well, only two followers actually. Extra, so it's three followers on, on our Twitch account. But Good going, three, man. Three more than we started off with. Exactly. Yeah, and, and one of them we didn't know. One person was chatting to us, and he was a uh, uh, he was quite quite a nice guy. Mm. The guy, I've got his name. <laughs> <laughs> Game and and well, anyway, so I'm really enjoying streaming. I, I put my headphones on and and just. Stream it, so I'm gonna try and do a lot more of that. And uh, cool. Ruby's gonna do a bit of that as well, uh, streaming a bit. But back to the Last of Us too. So, okay, I, I don't know how to explain the game without explain the impact of the game without giving away spoilers. Well, okay, I'm probably not gonna play it personally because I don't have PlayStation. But maybe if we give a spoiler alert now and just say well, like, no, that- I don't want to. I don't want to do that because. Some of our listeners are because because Sam, the one who did our theme tune, he will he's gonna he was gonna play uh, yeah. the game and he stopped watching the stream because of those girls who want to play. So yeah. he's I, one of our main. Listeners. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to sort of you know take that away from him. So I just want to sort of give the opinion of my game. But what I will say about the game, again, it's a Naughty Dog game, and a, with Naughty Dog game, it's a lot about the characters as well. It's mm-hmm. like they've got the perfect. Uh, balance between a movie and a game. Mm. So it's still the game mechanics. It's, it's not like one of those walk simulators where it's like, you know, you can, you're almost like you're playing the movie. It's not that. It's actually you are the movie. So the game mechanics are the movie and the, the whole, you, you get to know the characters and you, you get invested in the characters. But there's a twist in here which I didn't expect and it just, it's, it's probably only happened to me maybe twice in my life. This is the second time in my life it's happened mm. where I'm like that impacted by an, a, a game. Wow. Uh, to the point where I had a tear in my eye. I was thinking, wow. And this is this is on the on one of the live streams. And I'm talking to that that that, that a new listener was chatting to me. He goes, wow. I didn't expect that either. He goes, that <laughs> is quite thing. And we were discussing, which is really quite nice about streaming. You didn't, you didn't get that emotional on our wedding day. No, you? no. <laughs> this really... is a bit more emotional. I was like, whoa, I'm, I'm, actually, just, I'm actually a bit distraught. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's what I will say about the game without spoiling it. But the game plays like a dream. It, it, it's, it's got great mechanics. It's almost like it's taken away, it's taken bits of Uncharted and put it in there. So I joined the, in terms of the game mechanics, that's what it's done. Mm. So... I can't speak highly enough of it so far. I'm really, really enjoying it, like, uh, like immensely. Um, Are you going to keep continue? I might not stream it tomorrow because I'm getting to the point where I just want to enjoy it. If mm. that makes sense. Yeah, I, I might do an hour. Of, I might do an hour or so and see what people think. 
but uh, but I'm gonna try and just because I've got like two days left of hard. Well, I booked four, uh, five days by the way. I booked Friday, I booked Saturday, Sunday. I played ten, five hours on um, uh, Friday. I've played seven hours yesterday. No hours today, so. Uh, I'm looking to do about, say, at least 10 hours of Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> wow. So, because that's what I'm looking for. So, our dog's going a bit funny. She just had a bit of a... I think she was about to yeah. cough something up. But yeah. Didn't. Yeah, so, Last of Us 2 has been, like, it's been it's such a good game. But I'm a bit, like, like it's got critical acclaim uh, through most big reviewers. Like, massive, massive crate. It's got an average of 95% on, on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. But then it's got, I think GameSpot gave it 8 out of 10, whereas everyone else gave it 10, and there's a few others which gave it a, look, a, a little bit less. Mm-hmm. But the, the day it came out, which was a Friday, I just checked the Metacritic thing, uh, the user the user score. It was really low, wasn't it? It was really low. But what annoyed me, how can it be that low within hours of it coming out? Yeah. I, I, I read a little bit about this. And I think it was it was more of a political response to the game rather than having people haven't played it. Uh, I'm not justifying it, but like I don't really know the ins and outs of it. But I think people felt like it wasn't what they were expecting because of what they'd seen previously. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, because that's what I sort of love about the game as well. That <clears throat> life doesn't. It's like it's like you having a kid. Your kid not not necessarily going to grow up the way you want him to grow up. Mm, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you know what I mean. Especially if you've got no influence over it. So, yes, I think people don't like what they've done with the characters. Mm-hmm. But I think to give the game three or two out of, out of ten without actually playing the game, I think that's that's not, if 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 it was like next week, say end of next week, people gave it three out of ten. I totally understand that. That's a they've had a chance to play it properly by then. You know, they they will have played it. Exactly. Sorry, I might be stupid here. Why would? What's the political side? Oh, uh, well, I just thought, I just well, thought if you like something, I don't want to get into this oh. that much because it's it, it's it, it's. Uh, I haven't got opinion either way. I, I don't mind. I don't mind it. To, to be honest. Uh, um, uh, what does it involve? So basically, one of the characters, she's a LGBT character, but in the first part, right. so apparently that's why a lot of. Um, uh, there was backlash for it. Uh, yeah, people criticised that they didn't want her to be that. In this day. Oh, yeah. Wow. So okay. I think without even people playing the game properly, they've just criticised that. Right. Mm. So I, 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 okay. I, I, I ain't got a problem with it, me personally, them portraying that that, that person as a character. No, just, I'm disappointed because I thought like games were probably the. I, I know this is very naive to say, but I thought games are the one place where. Okay, if the game's good, it gets a claim for being. It gets it gets mm. its dues. Just to be, honest, to be honest, I think games are probably more of a minefield than other areas of life. Really? Um, we've seen, yeah, there's been quite a few controversies and things like that related to like feminism and stuff like that. Uh, it's a form in, of in the recent past. It's a very interactive form of art, and it should be. A, it should just stay that way. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like you know how dramas get. Mm. Well, yeah, I, I can see. Okay. I, I I think have, personally, I think the problem is because, like, you know, when when I'm playing a game, I interpret that character a certain way, you know, and then if someone else is playing that exact same character, they're going to interpret them a certain way, mm, and yeah. read things into them. So, for them to come out and make a statement, I can understand why it might be jarring for some. But personally, I don't care because it's part of the story. You know, yeah, exactly. And no, you know, it's not like one of those RPGs where 
you can sort of decide how, how you're wanting character. It's an actual script. As I said, it's sure. a balance between a film and a game. Yes, like there's a story that's laid out. You're not developing the character. Yeah. You're just you're just playing to find out what happens. Exactly, not... experience it. And but the game mechanics are so tight on it as well. Right. So it's not like a cheap. Oh, let's get the story going. The actual game actually plays really solidly as well. Sure. It's yeah. Really fun to play. Yeah. Yeah. But and then they also, I think there's other characters in there which they, they. I'm not going to no spoilers, which they may have sort of. Um, uh, spoil to say so people might be thinking oh why have they done that for why have they done that for mm, yeah. well, I didn't mind that me myself as a gamer I, I, I thought I thought it added to to the game yeah, yeah. I think like I mean, I've probably guilty of that in the past. I mean, but I think like games have always had that. Like, I mean, sequels in anything really in films, it, it could be your favorite band's second album. You know, it might sound different. It might be weird. So there is always that sort of reluctance to change. But um, yeah, that's that's life. <laughs> that's how it goes. If something can draw a strong opinion from you, it's done its job. Mm, you know yeah. that truth like you know a painting you love it or you hate it or you got if you've got a response to it it's done its job so mm. if that's what the game's done if it has even got a backlash well but the what i love about the game now and uh, with that this uh, minor spoiler so if you don't want to listen to this bit it's a minus but it's not a big spoiler because the game promoted as a revenge game anyway she's uh, ellie's after after revenge i'm not going to say what for or what for but me playing the game I actually want. I actually felt like I wanted revenge. Mm. So that's the impact of the game. I thought, you know what, I want revenge. Like <laughs> so I want. You were so invested into it that you actually. Exactly, and when you're killing the enemies and stuff, you actually. I know it's like, in a very dark way, you're thinking, mm. take that sort of things, and nothing yet. You know, you, you take that, and plus, I'm playing it in quite a, a stealthy way. And it's quite like satisfying doing the the stealthy way sort of thing. Mm -hmm, sure. But there's such amazing bits in the game now. Like there's a there's bits in there. Our first time I've seen it in game. I like say say a group of guys are coming to kill you, mm -hmm. and you kill one of their friends, and they'll say, oh, they'll say, I don't know, just say Adam, Adam. Oh, what I'm gonna do? Adam's gone. And they change the strategy. It changes the mood. It's like that <laughs> no way to that person. Wow. There's bits like that in the game, and they they change the strategy depending on how you've killed them. You, 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 they you've, react. Yeah, which is quite exactly. quite clever, isn't it? Like it is, yeah. It's, it's really cool. So um, I, I think definitely uh, that's a game to play. Uh, if you haven't got it, get it. Mm. But saying that, I'm saying this because I haven't actually finished the game. I've only played about twelve hours of it. But, I think that's long enough to give a, 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 an informed uh, opinion on it, an informed opinion. Yeah, but it might be like a, a Mass Effect 3 now. <laughs> oh, no, no, nothing could be that bad, Rush. Like, <laughs> they, can't, they can't mess it up that badly. <laughs> I think that's another game where they just killed the, uh, the backlash was massive from that, wasn't it? That Mass was for a different reason, though, I think. I mean, that wasn't because they changed characters or such. It was more just... Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Without meaning to open up a whole new thing, that you know, they just they tack they sellotaped on an ending to a series of games where all your choices mattered. You know, every character you save carries on with you. People who pass away, they're passed away for good in that save file. 
um and then at the end none of that matters so it was like really underwhelming like what was the point in playing this game so <laughs> yeah it's, i was uh, gonna give them the last of us so i was about to say the last of us you <laughs> um i was gonna give the last of us um, <laughs> a chance but do you know what it is right the zombies and the graphics of it and how the zombies come at you and eat you that's what makes me get the you know the yuck factor. Yeah. I mean, I do enjoy shooting things, and I'm sure it <laughs> takes straight like you know, like right, you know, you got something to go die, and you know, aiming and shooting is great fun. I was gonna give it a go, but yeah, it's just the way the zombies are so real and gory. I get I'm, I'm similar because I mean, I can't play like survival horror games, for instance. Like I can't stand horror games. I can't play them because like I'm I'm too jumpy with it. Like it's uh. It's not yeah. fun for me to play it because it's just I, like I'm I'm too tense. I don't I see I don't mind that, but it's just the squeamishness of me. It's like anything mm-hmm. blood guts and go even if it was like Ren and Stimpy, that's like look to me, you know? So <laughs> I get yeah. that. That's one of my favourite ever shows, Ren and Stimpy. I can see that. Yeah, I'll send you I'll send you a clip later of Ren and Stimpy, by the way. I'll send you both. It's brilliant. Yeah, definitely do it. Do it. The the other thing I want to talk about the last of us, I thought which I, I find really cool uh, is that they've they've the virus in there is called uh, cordyceps, hmm. and it's a fungi and it's a real thing. So mm, right. it's a zombie, it's not the zombie virus; it's a fungi, which which apparently uh, it's you can find it in nature. It takes over ant, ant ant nests and stuff, and it doesn't affect their brain; it just infects their body. So they have these bits growing out of them. Yeah. No way. Yeah, it's an actual thing. So it's it's supposed to be a human take on that. So what they got wow. bits out of? Them. No, they, they've made them more like zombie, zombies yeah. per se. But if you look at the ants, you can Google it later and you can see like, ant, like ants and other insects they get infected by this fungi. Oh, yeah, wow. and it's a real thing. Yeah, which is pretty cool, isn't it? So mm, yeah. Okay, so that's Last of Us Two. I want to get onto the PlayStation Five reveal and the games, the mm. whole show. So, start off the show. I won't cover every single game because I'm just going to cover what I can remember. But sure. I'll just list the games because I've got a list of all the games that were covered. But I'll remember what which one had an impact on me. So, the thing started off with the game reveals. So, the first game the reveal was Grand Theft Auto V. Mm-hmm. So, apparently Rockstar are doing another re- remaster of the game. Yeah. Which I thought... Do we need another one? Exactly my point. I I, I, I think Rockstar have just sold out a bit now because they're making so much money out of the online version that Mm. that, that's what they're playing on. So they they just want the online version, everyone to play the online version now. Unless this new version. Is it a new version? No. No. It's just a remaster with extra, it says with expanded content. Okay, if if expanded content means they've expanded. I remember when you and me were like, oh, they should do a Grand Theft Auto, but in Louisiana, up in Java. No, no, it's the same game. It's the same game, but oh. it's just going to have more DLC with it. Like one or two more extra story scripts in there. Like story like, scripts. A, maybe like different, like console-specific cars. Like if you get, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like a skin for a car or something that you can only get if you've got a PlayStation 5. It'd be stuff like that. Rockstar Games, if you're listening and you're, you're <laughs> involved in the production... It would be awesome if you could expand your game to different parts of the world. So me and Raja from Punjab, yeah. right? There's a place called Jorabanar, which is a very tight Indian market. Yeah. <laughs> I would... What's it called? 
It's called Jora Bazaar, but Jora Bazaar, Bazaar means shopping. Jora means wide. Jora means wide, but it's actually narrow because you've got all these little, you've got these <laughs> little fruit stalls and you've got more stalls and you, it's basically crowded market stalls and Indian traffic's horrible. Imagine being a GTA character driving mm. your nicked rickshaw down there. I think we've always said that, like, you know, like the next Grand Theft Auto, and not five, this is an actual, this is Grand Theft Auto 5. Right. Remastered, yes. So it's still the same game. Exactly. But you're all about like if they made Grand Theft Auto Six, like mm-hmm. yeah. set in set in Brazil or India or one of. The, I'd love for it to be like in London, exactly. Brazil, or or, we or India. Start, or we should start a position. Like, I'm sure. Did I not see one in London? I'm sure. Yeah, there's there's yeah GTA Two. Yeah, yeah GTA that, Two. London's been done. London's great. No, not in 3D. It oh. was the old 2D one. Okay, well, top down one. Yeah. Okay, but still, in 2D, they represented London. Like, you know, I'm sure there were streets that I could recognise and pinpoint. Yeah, they are real streets. So if they actually did different parts of the world. So, you know what, we should start a petition on our page. And if we can get many people to do that, I'm sure Rockstar will pay attention. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they would. Um, but, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I've always wanted a like, like Grand Theft, because it will get me interested in, in their games again, because I've sort of lost interest in them. Exactly. You know, I have to be honest. Like, apart from Red Dead, I mean, like, I loved Grand Theft Auto V. I think that was such a great game. Like, the single player in it was just astounding. Like, one of the best games that I've, I've played, just in terms of story, in terms of this incredibly fleshed out world that you can just run around and do anything you want in. Yeah. You know, it's just incredible. Um, and you know, I, I credit where it's due. The online was brilliant. Yes, they're milking it now, big style. But um, you know, there was a point. Prior to them forcing you to play it on a public map, when you could still play it with your mates on a private map, that was probably one of the best games in the world. Like it was just flawless, so good, such a good time. But um, yeah, I mean, I, t- I totally take the criticism because I feel like, you know, here's this new series of consoles that are the most incredible pieces of technology that you could get, and you're still going to bring out like I mean, this is Rockstar Games, you know, they make just. Yeah. Amazing games. Like, how can they not like bring out GTA 6 on this? Like, Remember, this I... is not even last gen game. It's not even this gen game. It's the game before that. It's a generation. Yeah. Unless, unless they're building us up to it, they might have something no, way more epic. No, because they've announced it, and they've even given you. If you're a PlayStation owner, they're giving you one million, uh, 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 one million dollars of currency a month free. No, no, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. No, wait. They've actually said they're not making any further. No, they probably will. Yeah, exactly. So it's, probably, it's probably like a, the pre... No, it's, it doesn't work like that. I don't oh, really? understand. So uh, they're, yeah. Yeah, yeah they've advertised as this as a, as a big thing. So this is the next Grand Theft Auto Five expanded. So Yeah, yeah. But sorry. what I'm saying is probably a warm-up to Grand Theft Auto Six, which will happen after. No. No? I think yeah. they'll be unrelated, Ribs. Like, yeah. So like they'll they'll bring this out just, just to maximise and squeeze everything out of this game. Yeah. And then at some point down the line, they probably you're right. They'll probably do six, but I don't think it'll be related to this. Because I mean, they they did this with this with this game on this generation as well. Because uh, as Roger's saying, it's two generations old, so it came out on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and they then sort of transported it over to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, which is the current current lot. So they're just they're doing that process again, where they're just extending it into the new consoles, just to keep people playing it because it's so lucrative for them. Greedy is a better word. I think it's lazy as well. Come on, develop your game. No, it's not lazy. It's greedy because they, they, lazy would be if they weren't working. They probably are working Grand Theft Auto 6 behind the scenes, but greedy because why do they want to sell it again? Whereas, remember we were talking about 
the the other game, which was um, a CD CD project. We're doing Witcher Three, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's the other game that we were talking about? Cyberpunk. Yeah, they're giving you upgrade of that free. Yeah, but I but, think it's lazy because yeah. what they could do is like that. That means they'd have to expand to different countries, get the you know 3D graphic out. They have to get new stories, new gangsters. They're gonna do that anyway. Yeah, I know. But what, what, what we're saying, we're gonna they're gonna do that anyway. Eventually, have a new game, but oh, let's just milk, let's just milk, grab yeah, the top five. I believe they're yes. doing that, and yeah. they're doing because they have to keep yeah. getting paid. But they're being lazy as well. They could easily develop their game a bit further. And, you know, come up with a new idea, kept all the players excited. Anyway, so I think they're lazy. Raj thinks they're greedy. Now, what do you think of this all? This all uh, I, think, I think greedy, to be honest, because you, you, uh-huh. you're both, you're, no, you're both right in a sense. Ruby, you're right that they could be cracking on with developing GTA 6. But Raj is right. They're greedy. They're not developing it because um, GTA 5 is so lucrative. People are still buying shark cards. People are still plowing money into it. So they don't need to develop it yet because the money's still rolling in from GTA 5. So because, I think you're both right. Because remember now, at the end of Grand Theft Auto, uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, when it was first announced, so, sorry, when it was on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360, there were supposed to be story missions for it. Extra yeah, story. and they scrapped us. Because they were making so much money out <laughs> yeah. of the online bit, and they started investing everything in the online bit. That's I, right. I think that's lazy. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that, that was the Grand Theft Auto 5 bit. And... Um, yeah, the next the next game, which the Grand Theft Auto Five bit didn't really interest me. I thought, mm, okay, same. it's gonna do. Did you watch the uh, PlayStation trailer? I, I got bored of it, to be honest. I watched like the first half an hour or so. Um, there was a lot of. Uh, I, I saw a uh, Gran Turismo. I'm sure you're gonna come to it. That yeah, I'm cool. gonna come to that next. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Next game straight away was Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. And that was because Spider-Man on the PlayStation Four was so good. Yeah. Such is one of the games of of, of this generation, mm-hmm. uh, and it was such a good game. So I was like buzzing over that, um, and as soon as I saw that, I thought brilliant because it it plays on the end of that, the end of uh, Spider Man on, on the um, uh, PlayStation Four, and mm-hmm. it picks up from there. So I'm really looking forward to that game, and I think it was I think it's even it, it's coming out this year with the console. Okay, that's really yeah. cool. Really cool. I thought, wow! You know, if you like story-based games and character-driven games, because that was—I think the Spider-Man game in PlayStation Four was the best Spider-Man game there ever was. Mm. It's such a good, like, fantastic it was. The next game was, as you said, Gran Turismo Seven, and that looked immense. Like for me, the graphics just looked looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was I was like, wow! And, and it's a proper because they released Gran Turismo Sport. Uh, on the PlayStation 4, which wasn't a fully fledged uh, Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was more like you had games, and it was great. It was a good game. It didn't even have a career mode on it originally. Wow. Was the backlash on it? They actually introduced a career mode to it. <laughs> wow, that's that's crazy. I don't understand like how they cannot know their market. They do that while. Do you remember when the previous Gran Turismo came out? Was it on the PlayStation 3. Yes. Uh, Gran Turismo 6, and they before that they had Grand uh, like a halfway Gran Turismo. Oh, I see. So they've got previous form for this. Yeah, so they've done that. They did that before. So, But I, I'm looking forward to Gran Turismo 7. That's another game I think I'll get. But I don't think there was a release day on it. Mm, okay. The other game was Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Oh, yeah. That looked cool. That, the, 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 for one of the PlayStation 4s that critically acclaimed, it's only, it was only a budget game, £20 game, 
Wow. Like, what, 20, 20, 30 pound game, something like that. I mean, that's got to be one of the best long running series of games ever by yeah. now. Because, I mean, like, I mean, that, that, like, as I understand it, most of the, that series has been excellent. Yeah. And it looks like a Pixar game. Like, yeah. Like, it looks like a Pixar film, sorry. The graphics are that good. Even on the PlayStation 4, I'm not mm. talking about the one in the 5. It, it, it looks really, really cool. Mm. The other one was Project Athia, which I can't remember what that was. No, I can't remember that. There was one full stray. I don't remember what that was. I think there was there was one cat game. I think maybe that that's that one. Oh yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and then there was Returnal. Um, I don't remember what that was as well. No, I think Returnal was the Square Enix game. What there there was a Square Enix RPG in there. So I don't know what I can't remember now anyway. But there yeah, was. I can't comment on any of these games. There was a uh, Sackboy, a big adventure. So what they've done with Sackboy now? Do you remember Little Big Planet? Mm, I do, yeah. Yeah, they've taken the character, made like a Mario style 3D platform game. That's pretty cool. Yeah, which and it looked really good as well. So I, I, I'm sort of happy with the with the with the um, uh, with the games. Then there was Destruction All Stars, and this reminded me of uh, like a Destruction Derby. Oh, really? You remember the PlayStation? Yeah, really? yeah. It reminded me like a re, re, remake of that sort of thing. But, but yeah, I, I, was, I thought that was quite impressive. Then there was Keener Bridge of Spirits. Again, I can't remember that. Uh, Goodbye Volcano High. can't remember that either. There was Oddwill Soulstorm. Oh, so man, was, they're making Oddwill games. Yeah, I've never been. <laughs> I've never been. The same. They're I just play- too weird. I don't understand what I was doing in them. Like I think I played one on the Xbox, original Xbox. I've never yeah. played one of these. Yeah, I played one of the original Xbox. I couldn't get into it. Then there was a horror game called Ghostwire Tokyo. Mm. It looked a bit creepy, uh, but I can't remember it to be thinking. I might check it out later again. And the next one was Jet the Far Shore. Uh, I don't remember that. Sorry, I don't remember half of these games. <laughs> but I'm saying the ones that made an impact on me sort of thing. Yeah, so the, that's right. The first ones, that the, the uh, Spider-Man, Gran Turismo 7, uh, Sackboy was pretty cool. The only uh, one I know is like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Beyond this, no, none of these on the list. Um, really? No, because the new, the new, a lot, of, which is what I rate for Sony, they, 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 a lot of them are new IPs. Mm. Yeah, the new, the total new game. So they're not Halo or, or Forza. Right. They're actually actually brand new IPs, which right. which you've got to move forward with IPs. I think that's the criticism of the Microsoft ones, wasn't it now? Right. But to be honest, the, the, the range was quite big, but I just don't know what. Um, any of them are like because you know they bought all these studios um, Microsoft so I mean they have got quite a few different new games in there but um, they, a lot of them were uh, seemed a bit formulaic like you know how Xbox is always renowned for its shooters FPSs yeah. it had it, I mean I think there was about four FPSs on there at least like unreleased so I mean it's quite a lot you know where's the RPGs where's the racing games where's the, the rest of it so yeah so I didn't watch the Xbox one so I'm talking a bit I'm talking a bit, a bit of nonsense. So, so no, 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 not at all. Like, it's yeah. just um, yeah. But you, you're right about that, actually. Then there's Godfall, which was uh, this was the first game that was revealed on the PS5 a few months back. So it, it, it again, it doesn't look anything. It looks a bit like you remember the the sword hack and slash game that they had uh, on the places. They've had it on like on a few playstations. Can't remember what it's called now. But uh, yeah, but. but um, but Godfall, yeah, it looked all right. Not, not, nothing special. Solar Ash, don't know what kind of that. It's Hitman 3. So this yes. is the Hitman. Mm-hmm. Um, then they had Astro's Playroom. I think this is going to be another one of those free games. Mm. Because 
when you got the PlayStation camera, you had an Astral Playroom game. And I remember my nieces, uh, my nieces coming down, and we were playing on the PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four, sorry, with the camera, and you can you can swipe the controller because the, the PlayStation controller's got this like, set, like pad pad on top of it. Yes. Swipe that, and so that linked with the camera, and you had all these little platform games and things like that. So right. it, it's that kind of Astral uh, Astral's play playroom. Mm-hmm. Then you've got something called Little Devil Inside. I can't remember that one. Um, NBA Two K Twenty One. This that will- rings a bell. Yeah, it looked pretty cool because the, the graphics, the, the NBA games have always got good graphics, so it looks good. Then there was another one called Bug Snacks, which was made by the guys who made Octodad. I don't know whether you played Octodad, which is like you, you're an octopus pretending to be a dad, and you, you <laughs> the control schemes, the control schemes are like because he's got jelly legs. You have to try and control him and make sure he does all the the right things in there. <laughs> So that's that, but these are this is the same makers of that, and it's like in this in this tropical island where you find this strawberry-like uh, little insect, and the guy comes and eats the insect, strawberry-like insect, and then uh, as he eats them, he grows these strawberry arms or strawberry <laughs> things. So it's a kind of a weird thing, but at least it's got mm. a bit of variation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing they've re, re, remade from scratch is the Demon Souls. I've never been into Demon Souls Souls games. So this is not this is not um, um, uh, Dark Souls. This Demon Souls. So this is the one before that. Oh right. Apparently this is the hardest one of all of them. Oh great. Yeah. <laughs> but in saying that now, the graphics they looked out of this. They looked something like I've never seen before. Mm. Yeah, they did look. And this the next game called Deathloop. This was an FPS. Do you remember Hotline Miami? Yes. This was like an FPS version of that. Oh wow. Which it looked really cool, really funky, eighties y neony. Yeah, really like that. It looked so cool, mm. and, and 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 the concept looks the same as us. So basically, if you die, you got to go back to that bit. So it's it's, it's a bit like fast fast twitch shooter. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, that looked good. The other thing they announced was the new Resident Evil, Resident Evil Eight. Oh yes, I remember seeing that. Resident Evil Village. Uh, the village is the eight, so the V, the v and the two L's, uh, and the three, the I and the two L's equal the eight in there. Oh, I see. Wow, in Roman numerals. Yeah, so it's it's Resident Evil eight. So that's a big game. I'm yeah, I'm, I've lost my interest in Resident Evils recently, so I'm not too much of that kind of that. Uh, next one was Pragmata. Can't remember that. So then, last game now blew my mind. This is mm. like uh, the game that. Okay, where's the PlayStation 5? <laughs> Have my money. Yeah, exactly, which is Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West, the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, right, okay, yeah. right. Favourite game, and it was like, wow, it just looked immense. There was like underwater swimming, and you can see there's a new new breed of monsters in there. It was just so good, mm. so good. I was like, come on, I can't wait, I can't wait, sort of thing. <laughs> that... For me, it was a pretty, pretty good. Like for, because remember, like recently they haven't, like in the previous generations, um, the the launch games have been pretty dire, except for Nintendo. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like PlayStation, Xbox, 360 launch games, they haven't been like wow. Do you know what I mean? Like in, in previous generations, like PlayStation had uh, Killzone. Um, what was the Xbox one? In the last gen. Probably Halo. No, probably Forza. To be honest, I'm not sure. Wars is a good launch game. If, if in saying that, it's it's not exciting though, is it? I mean, it's a it's a great game, but it's like no. you know what you're getting. There's no surprises in there. 
<laughs> I think because they've made so many so many iterations of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so back to uh, then after that, they revealed the actual PlayStation console, mm-hmm. and I think it's got a, quite a lot of criticism for the design because it looks like a <laughs> Wi-Fi. It, it actually it does. does. It really Wi-Fi. does. I, I saw like I'm sure you've seen the photos as well, obviously, with like two envelopes on on either side of a router. And that looks exactly like the PlayStation 5. There is a little showing Ruby. Here it goes. But saying that, you can put it on its back, on on its side, so it, it won't look as bad on the. The thing but, I didn't like about how it looked, because like you know the DVD drive one, because there's two models, aren't there? So you can get the digital only one with no disc drive, and then you can get the one with a disc drive built into it. Um, but the, the the one with the disc drive just looks like it's been tacked on, like an afterthought. It's not. Yeah. It looks it's different physically and it looks weird. It doesn't. Yeah. It's like it's asymmetrical. On the side, isn't it? But the controller looks cool. Saying that, I think the controller looks really cool. Go back mm. to it. Yeah. So that's that's the design. Um, but then there's like there's been again fanboys have been at it. I've seen one where it's got it's got the PlayStation on that PlayStation on there. It's got a glass table and you know the the what's supporting the glass table. Oh, an Xbox. Xbox One X. Yeah. 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 Uh, To be fair, I mean, I saw some great ones for the Xbox because, you know, the new Xbox Series X is like the big rectangular body, you know, like, and it it is like the same size as a waste bin. And someone's photoshopped like a bid liner hanging off the top of it as if it's like an empty bin. (laughs) I thought that was really funny. You was in it, sorry. I I think they should modify the the designs by maybe developing the use. Like, if they, because, I mean, it is hard to do these things, you know, like who have the product designer behind it thinking, oh, let me do something new, but he's quite limited. I think they should do things like attach a mini fridge to it. They so could put your favorite ice cream. <laughs> the or, Xbox you know. Series X already got accused of looking like a fridge. Raj, I mean, if you, I don't know if you want to bring up an image of that just so you can see what I'm on about, but it's like a big rectangular thing and it does look like a fridge. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it yeah. looks like a towel PC to me. It yeah. does. It's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, so so what they should have done is probably at the back of it, extend it a little bit more, allow a cooling feature. And that way you can put your little snacks while you're gaming, you know? Mm. Or, <laughs> I think that, or like the other side would have an espresso coffee machine feature. So while you're gaming, you just press a button, you get a cappuccino coming out. Mm. So I think that's what would appeal to the masses. Did you see that KFC released the console themselves? And it was like... Um, it does exactly that. Like it cooks chicken inside it. I Did you guys see that? And no. obviously that was a real Mickey take. That wasn't a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. But uh, just real, for, for a moment, I was, I was very excited. <laughs> Why did you think it was going to be real? Because like they put a lot of effort into this video. Like it, it was like a real console launch, mm. and like this console in this video opens up, and inside it, there's like uh, like heated up red hot grills like those metal filaments running on either side and there's like a big piece of chicken in there turning over slowly cooking it just looked amazing like if i could get like a george foreman style grill that kfc'd my chicken in the shape of a new console done that's that's i'll stick that in my living room no problem (laughs) that would be awesome yeah so i think that was it just quick question guys um let, do you do mind reading for the segment on uh, just what? How expensive do we think that these consoles are going to be coming up? Yeah, just just what, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So Xbox One Series One X groups. I I'll be honest. I haven't got an opinion. I'm not as informed as you two. But, but in the past of what we spent on the yeah. PS4 and all that, yeah. and I know Xbox competes with PlayStation. I think 
The next one will be around the 500 pounds mark. Okay. So remember, they've both got two, two versions. They've got one digital only version and they've got one disc with a disc as well. Right. So I reckon there's going to be a price difference between the disc version and the uh, digital version. Mm, I think so. I think it's going to be a hundred pound difference, maybe. That's what I'd, I'd assume as well. Like, I'm thinking on release day, it'll probably come down, but like, especially around Christmas, it'll probably be around six hundred pounds, I reckon, for the the really? two. Yeah, I reckon so, man. Because, like, it, especially like PlayStation on release night, it tends to be like mega expensive, but then it, over the following week or so, it sort of drops down. No, I, mean, but I I don't think so. No, you know why? Because uh, this is this is the mistake. This is uh, PlayStation made this massive mistake with PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. So their console pre launch price was £600. Yeah. Xbox wiped it off the floor. Yeah. So expensive. The Xbox was like 350 or something like that. Mm. And so I reckon, this is just my opinion, I think that the both consoles are going to be about £400 with the disc version and about 300 to 350 with the digital versions. I mean, I, I would like to see that, and I think eventually that's what it will settle at. But I just think, like on release night, and especially the first sort of two weeks or so, I reckon it'll be a lot more, just because of scarcity and demand. Like, I think it probably will be, in my opinion, I reckon it, it might be real Because if, if if Sony and like Microsoft release a price, mm. that, that that's the publicity they get. So it's like the recommended retail price. Yeah, mm. shops might put that up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like themselves. But normally you'd get like like when PlayStation Three Four was launched, it was three fifty on day one. Mm-hmm. Do, do you get me, sort of thing? Do you think they might bundle it? Like you know how? Yeah, they will do bundles. Yeah. Like, um, but what will they bundle it with? Do you think? With games and controllers, because there were a whole lot of accessories yeah, as well. I know, I know, but which game? Like. Oh, we don't know the get launch games yet, so they, they, haven't, oh, okay. they haven't announced which launch games are coming out. Right. But it's probably going to be FIFA, is it now? <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> FIFA game. GTA. And Forza. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Okay. Then that will, do you think it will bring it to 600? Yeah, with the games and stuff. So you're going to get, like, I think uh, that's normally the, the, the way you get, you get, um, uh, yeah, with the games and extra controllers. Because, as Nelson was saying, there's a scarcity of consoles. But if you, pre- I'm going to pre order mine anyway, both of the consoles. Mm. So, um, oh, what, we're getting at Xbox? Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like the Switch. Um, We've already got the Xbox because no, we've got it pre-ordered. Oh, right. Yeah, with the PlayStation, I'm pre-ordered anyway. So uh, it's like when I pre-ordered the Switch, I just went and got it the very, very same night at 12 o'clock. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's the way to do it now because then, you, as you say, you don't get caught out by like the on-the-night demand. You just you yeah. paid for it the normal price. So Yeah. What I mean is the official price now. That's the mm. question. Not, not, not the scarcity price. I mean the official price that... Microsoft and Xbox release it at what do you think that will be? I, I kind of think the main the disc one might be about 500, you know, just mm. because like the way they're talking about these consoles, like everyone's talking about them, like they're a massive leap forward in terms of technology. So I just it might come down after that, but I just think initially for the first few months or so, it might be around like the 500 mark for the full console. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I hope, not. I, hope I hope not because that's like it. It's it wouldn't make sense because, like, why would you price out people from buying your console? Yeah, I mean, surely, I mean, surely you'd want to keep it as cheap as possible. I think that's the mistake. Remember, PlayStation Two was still still the best. Still, I think it's still the best selling console ever. Yeah. So, for them to, for Sony to make that same mistake again, 
And Microsoft Blink, if that mistake again as well, I think mm. they've been shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, but there you go. Uh, yeah, anything else, guys, or should we call it a day? Might as well, because we couldn't make dinner. I've got to make rugby. Yeah. <laughs> anything else you want to say, or shall we say goodbye and adios? Say goodbye and adios, and thanks for listening. Yeah, awesome. Have thanks, a guys. Week, guys. Uh, by the way, just uh, follow us on social, on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter. and Twitter, and Twitch. Yeah, and listen to our podcast, because even though you'll be listening to it, you <laughs> keep out. listening to it. Yeah, keep listening to it. And leave a review on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you listen to and it. email us. Yeah, email us as well. <laughs> yeah, leave a review. Even if the review is rubbish, you think... Oh, no one's going to email us, guys. You know what? Yeah. We all, Even we, right, keep saying, we're going to email mm. the game crowd ourselves. Oh, I'm doing it. Get it. Yeah. I'm doing it right now. Just to, just to make ourselves feel like we've got an email. And even we forget, so is everyone else going to. And also follow us on Twitch and Mixer as well. I think now have, you, have we got an account on Mixer or is that your personal account? I think, that's uh, I think that's my personal one. I don't think I've got a game crowd one on that, but we just use Twitch anyway, so it's all good. Yeah. Follow, follow Mr. Rahi on Mixer as well. Yeah, and just follow us on uh, on Twitch as well. So we're going to be trying to do some regular streams on Twitch. So follow us on that and uh, continue the support. Lots of love and peace out. Have a lovely week, guys. Bye. Bye.